Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. John Boy. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. And again, it's picked up. It's Darius Leonard. A pick six for the Maniac. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Yes, sir. Oh, what the chicken. Double time. Miles Turner. Yeah. John. I have never been better to be on the air with you here in Indianapolis, a place where so many of my dreams have come true. The Ride with JMV on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. All right, my friends, let's crank it up. We are for the first time in Ingalls today. Ingalls off of I-69. Uh, a little bit up I-69 from, uh, obviously, the uh, Noblesville-Hamilton-Town Center location here. It is very easy to find, and it is a spectacular place. It is Taylor's Bar and Table, our location today. Week 11, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. We got that working. We've got um, a little bit more of a surprise. You guys have been talking about and going out and getting the spreadability, and the spreadability has been major here in central Indiana. And and the Prez of Windschulers will join us here with our Week 11 Larcity Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. We got that coming up, too. We've got IU and Wright State down in Bloomington coming up later on tonight. The Wright State leading scorer is out of the game. Otherwise, we're kind of in a holding pattern. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it can do you good. Sometimes you need a little bit of a rest and a reboot from your favorite sports team, just like, for example, Gardner Minshew needs this week to get a little rest and relaxation, maybe lose those dancing feet, maybe get a little bit of arm strength back. I don't mean to bring him up just for the sake of bringing him up. I do because he's the quarterback. But you got a team that's 5-5. Five and five. You get a little bit of a break. You look at the schedule ahead. And let me tell you, as winnable as these games are, they're also incredibly losable because the 5-5 five and five is a fantastic representative number wins and losses numbers in this case that tell you exactly where this Colts team is. I mean, they are, they are average and, and where they are right now, average wise is, has been better than what I thought. I mean, I picked the under in six and a half wins that Vegas had at the beginning of the season. Um, mind you, they are on the verge of breaking through with that, but that's how I look at it. It's a reboot for you because you don't have to be so just actively dialed in for it. If you don't want to be, as long as you are here, I don't want you guys losing your enthusiasm for this because it's a bye week. So we're in the middle of the bye week. We're not going to be picking on a Colts game coming up this weekend. Now the Pacers coming off a great win on Tuesday. And now you've got to wait until Sunday afternoon until the Orlando Magic 
or at Gambridge Fieldhouse. That also can be viewed as a positive, in my opinion. Sometimes you do have to step away a little bit. It gives you time to reboot. And I know that a lot of you out there, I'm probably all of you out there that have kids, uh, we'll bring Brent Halverson on board about that in just a second, because like me, he does as well. I'm assuming that next week, because everything is whacked out in terms of school days you get off. We used to get off Thursday and Friday, right? Like the, the Wednesday was a getaway day. I always loved going into this time of year next week. Because the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, there was always a high school basketball game that we played in on that night. And I knew that I was going to go out, and I knew that I was going to shoot a lot of threes, a high volume of threes as a senior. Um, I may not make them, but I knew after that that somebody was going to throw a pre-Thanksgiving party. That's awesome. And then Thanksgiving was coming up next. Nowadays, you got the entirety of the week off, which is a little bit different. Sometimes you do need to just take a break from your favorite team. And it's funny. seems like everybody is giving you a bit of a break this week. Last night was weird. Last night, I'm thinking, man, what is on? What are we looking for? I watched a lot of NBA last night. But last night was really weird tonight. Outside of IU is going to be strange. You move ahead to Friday. That's going to be a little bit weird as well. So, and then we'll dive back into it coming up on Sunday. But sometimes you need a little bit of a break. But the conversation here never does take that particular break. I mentioned IU Wright State coming up later on tonight. Uh, We've obviously got some Pacer stuff to still get into as well because we have a modifying of your thoughts on what this team was going to do compared to now what you believe it can do. Um, So we'll talk about that and obviously the Colts in a bye week coming up in just a bit. But I mentioned Taylor's Bar and Table. We're in Ingalls off of State Road 13. I see it on the sign right there, right off of I-69. If you were going to go east, let's say you're going northbound on I-69, it's the next exit after the Hamilton Town Center. And you come east right here on State Road 31, or I should say State Road 13, and pull into the parking lot. And it is a fantastic place. And joining us here, week 11 of what should be a fantastic Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Old Tequila Shots, even without the Colts in the picture, it's our betting analyst, Brent Halverson. Great spot once again. I don't know who did this. And I know Colin Clinton and the gang, obviously, from Taylor's Pub down in Nora. And this is a fantastic place. They told me all about it. I was there going back in September out on the back deck. We were celebrating on a Friday, having a good time. And they told me all about this place and they were right on target. Fantastic. This place is outstanding. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is such a great addition to this whole area right here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's exit 214 right off of I-69, five miles south of Mystic Waters Campground. So that's just, I, just I, I, thought that, I thought there was a reason why, yeah. You know, and, and I spent a lot of time up here recently. But well, you know, we, get, we need to get you up here. Yes. We need to get you like a summer home up here. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. A second home. Well, I do. I got that little cabin right next, the one of the, the choice cabins right next to the lobby area. That's right. right. That's yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's it. Captain yes. 39 is always yours. 39. Don. I love 39. is always yours. Uh, no, this is outstanding. I mean, what they've put together here, and again, from the layout, the decor, the, the food, the staff, the drinks, I mean, everything that they've done here is really, really awesome. And, uh, you know, it's good seeing Clinton out here today, and Kyle's going to yep. be joining us later. And, 
Matt's going to be joining us, I believe, for some picks. So yes. we got we got the All Star cast here to join. We us, do. John. We got uh, Robert Nunez, who is Robert? the president of Win Schuler's yep. Spreadability. Win Schuler's Cheeses. He's coming down here for a visit, and uh, we're going to break him in with week number eleven. And I, he's from Michigan, I believe. So I'm assuming he'll be all over this Lions matchup too. We get the Lions and the Bears, I think, coming up this week. So I'm assuming he'll be all over that. Well, we'll have to see what the spreadability will be yes. uh, for Robert's picks, right? All right. So we're without the Colts and. I want to go down the list of games beginning with tonight because this has been a Thursday night, maybe the first in a long time, where you can really look at this one on Amazon and go, wow, I want to tune in. This looks like a fun time right here. First time in a while, it seems. This is a huge game, too. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge game for the Bengals. If the Bengals don't win this game, they're going to be struggling to make the playoffs. Right. I mean, look at this big divisional matchup. You're saying that must win. This is a Bengals must win. I think it is. Tonight. I really yes. do. And you, what you've got is you've got a Bengals team coming off a defeat. Baltimore team coming off a defeat that they, that they, that they blew, right? I mean, yeah. they were controlling that game the entire game. Uh, so it's going to be kind of both teams are going to be hungry. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some good stats out there. I mean, Lamar Jackson is 7-1 and one against the Bengals, facing them heads up. So, and this is in Baltimore. It's going to be, I think this is good. We're, we're in for one on a Thursday night, right? This isn't the, the, the yeah. Jets and the, uh, uh, the, and not, the, and the yeah, Bears. It's you know? not your average <laughs> It's not your average Thursday nighter. And, too, you, I mean, you mentioned this. Baltimore's coming off a loss to the Houston Texans last week. And while you look at it and you go, man, that was a game that, that probably nobody got, you also look at just how well C.J. Stroud has been playing. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that they did that. But Houston did get that win and kind of put Baltimore in a spot to where you really need to take you need to take care of business tonight at home. But Cincinnati altogether, I'm sorry, it was Cincinnati last week that lost to uh, to the to the Texans. It's Cincinnati last week lost to the Texans. So Baltimore has a home date to try to dispose of a division rival. And that's, to me, because of that loss to the Texans last week, it magnifies this game even more from the Bengals' standpoint, which puts it in the realm of must-win. It really does. And, again, I think it is a must-win for them. But uh, I think they're going to have their hands full. You know, T. Higgins isn't playing, right? So T. Higgins is out again. Takes a big weapon out, but they still got some good weapons there. They got a couple other guys that are big that are out. You know, and that's going to be tough. I think that Baltimore defense is going to be big. And and Baltimore – uh, who would have thought they have like the, 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 I think they're tops in the league in rushing, which is crazy because they got that three headed monster now. Yeah, they lost, you know? they lost J.K. Dobbins for the season, too. But, yeah, they lost a game last week, too, that a lot of people they, didn't think they were going to lose to the Browns. So, and, yeah. and they controlled the whole yep. game, and the Browns yep. came back. And, and now, look, you got Deshaun Watson out for the year, and the Browns are kind of back into, uh, the, you know, they, they've, been, they've been a place that they're not uh, used to being. That's yeah. kind of in the uh, positive win column there. So that's going to be tough for them. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game tonight. Um, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun one to start the week off and then look how we end the week off. You've got a couple of really big games that Philly Eagles Chiefs Monday night game. What a bookend, right? I mean, good way to start tonight. And then you wrap it up on Monday night with, uh, uh, with that Chiefs and uh, Eagles game. So it's going to be a great week, John. We've got, uh, you know, we've got some good picks. We got uh, four teams on a bye with the Falcons, Colts, Patriots, and Saints all off this week. So, uh, we're, uh, we're going to be picking through and, uh, talking some, uh, some goods here at uh, four o'clock hour. Got some surprises in there, too. A couple no surprises in there. A couple I, surprises. I, I would guess you would view the Texans right now. I mean, it, you know, a number of teams that, you know, would be in and out of the playoff picture and have the Texans as of right now. And it's kind of interesting considering what we thought about the Colts have a win over them. But obviously, with their rookie quarterback in this team under D'Amico Ryans, they have improved in the uh, couple of months since the Colts have played them and beat them, in fact. Look at their – I mean, you got guys that you didn't even know their name. 
names, right? Now you've got like Tank Dell, mm-hmm. Nico Collins, uh, Noah Brown, yeah. right? Those are receiving core that, that are just standing up. C.J. Stroud has really, really shown what he is all about. And, and just for a rookie to come in and do what he's done is pretty amazing. And he's out there. He's one of those top six quarterbacks right now, you know, yeah. so he's hot. And uh, uh, it's pretty neat to see what they're doing. I think they're going to have a, a, a really good game in front of them as well. So, you know, I, again, there's some, uh, there's some very important games. We're talking week 11. You know, we've got uh, seven weeks left, right? So we're, yeah. uh, we're kind of on that, uh, the downhill side of things, which it's now where you start at the win. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be kind of looking already. You're, you're not even looking at the playoffs. So, yeah, now big it, games. I know it's, it's probably not as interesting as it normally would be considering um, there's no Colts activity this weekend. But it, there's also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, there is something that is incredibly fun and enjoyable about sitting back and watching everybody try to beat the hell out of one another while your team, for example, is not playing. And even at five and five and you would hope there were some games in there they could have won, they could maybe whatever. But they're five and five and still in it. And if they're competitive in these games down the stretch, we'll keep the interest of everybody. But there's something to be said about sitting back, relaxing, and not having to really concentrate or focus on your team in a bye week, especially one that comes this late in the NFL season. Absolutely. And and you know, John, there's a, there's a good reason to watch every game every week, and that's called Gambling, right? So that's There's what we're no going to talk that. about that. Yeah, we're going to dive into that. It does, uh, you know, when that team gets that bye week, and I think this is probably a crucial time for the Colts. I mean, look at their division, right? You got Jacksonville at six and three, Houston six or five and four, Colts five and five, and then Tennessee at three and six. So it's it's anybody's game in that division right now. You know, Jacksonville came out hot. They kind of looked really bad last week, but uh, you know they're going to they got a get right game coming up uh, against a division opponent with uh, Tennessee on Sunday as well. So. A lot of stuff happening where you can kind of watch for those Colts to see how they're going to kind of play out a little bit. Did I hear you say you took the under six and a half on the Colts? Um, yes, I did. Okay. This, for the season? At for the beginning? The of the, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought that six would be their high water mark. And then plus, I thought that's why you had the six and a half there in the first place because – you know, you have to make a decision between, all right, it's a, a little bit better if you win seven. Maybe you get one late in the season when a team you're playing is not doing anything or looking to the future or whatever. Oh, yeah. But it looks like that uh, they have they have the over on that thing written all over them at this point. It really does. And, again, you, you who would have thought, right? I mean, Gardner Minshew's come in, and he's performed very well. I mean, yes. he's kind of – you know, he's, he's right in that ship, you know. I mean, he needs rest, though, because his arm strength yep. and his, his dancing feet – I mean, even in a clean pocket, you know, a pocket where he has protection, um, that has been – and again, I bring this up all the time. The dude is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. So I think you just tend to get worn out um, at this point, a lot of you. And I think he is one of them right now. But I think you can see just out of his play, and all you have to do is watch his feet in the pocket just moving around and – you know, the pocket's not that bad. Yeah. So some things that hopefully, I don't know if you can get out of it, but some things you need to work out with your head in mind here too, moving forward, along with the whole physicality of it. Just trying to get right during a bye week. I thought this bye week came at a great time for the Colts, especially off that win in Frankfurt, Germany. But the absolute best for their quarterback, because among all the team members on that Colts squad, I thought he was the one that needed it the most. Oh, absolutely. And you got to look at these guys that have stepped up. Though. I mean, Zach Moss yeah. before Taylor got back, right? Now Taylor's turning it on. Zach's kind of taking a back seat, but he's right there, ready to go. You got uh, Downs. Yeah. Downs has looked great, you know. And so, you know, he's been a little banged up. So I think you're right. This is a crucial time for them to get right, get healthy, 
and put a big push on the, uh, you know, the, the, the back half of the season here. That's uh, Brent Halverson, our betting analyst here, too. we got our Larsity Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots coming at you. That is in the 4 o'clock hour here at Taylor's Bar and Table. We are in Ingalls today. So is this officially Madison County right here? Are we still in Hamilton? Where's Ingalls? This County is Madison is this County. Still Ma- yeah, is it Madison right now? Yeah, Off of uh, State Road 13. How long has this place been open? Um, probably, I believe, six to eight months That's now. That's nice. Somewhere right around it there. Is, it is very nice up here, too. I know you've been here before. It's outstanding. And, again, it's just, you know, it's uh, five miles south of Mystic Waters Campground. So we've uh, we've been in and out of here quite a bit. And, uh, <laughs> a little carry-out running up there. A little carry-out up yep. there. And, uh, you know, again, what, they, what they've brought here, the, the food's outstanding. The, the layout is awesome. I mean, what uh, Clinton and Kyle and the guys yeah. have done here, uh, really, really great. It's awesome to be here, be a part of uh, this new endeavor that's going on of, uh, with the Taylor's career. So uh, our good friend, Brent Halverson, Heaven Hill Distillery, and our betting analyst. A couple other things I wanted to get to. And, you know, this kind of happened at the end of the show yesterday, but at Colts.com, it was J.J. Stankovitz and Lara Overton had the opportunity. I think normally Chris Ballard goes on with, with Matt Taylor and the roundtable gang at some point during the midseason. It's kind of a state of the union of the Colts type of deal. Um, but it was on a podcast with uh, Colts.com and our friends J.J. and Lara. And there wasn't a lot there that certainly would surprise you whatsoever. Um, There was nothing lobbed regarding Shaquille Leonard. I guess where I I come from this right now, if there are some major questions about this team presently, where would you begin? If there was just one like lingering question that you absolutely wanted some sort of higher-up answer about – um, I would suggest it probably would start with Shaquille Leonard. As outspoken as he was the past two weeks going to Germany and then especially the type of game he had in Germany that was magnified because it was the only game on at the time and everybody was seeing it and, you know, again, magnified because he was so outspoken about his playing time or lack thereof in the two weeks leading up to that. So nothing regarding that. Um, nothing really regarding Grover Stewart, and we're still counting down to when Grover Stewart coming up in December is going to come off of that six-game suspension and be back with this team. And that's one thing that you absolutely notice is just how much other teams are able to get things done running the football against the Colts without Grover Stewart. And don't get me wrong, DeForest Buckner has had moments, and DeForest Buckner has had moments even against double teams, but it is just much easier to try to take him out of plays in the running game in a lot of moments, you know, considering the circumstances without Grover Stewart. And the Colts, simply put, just don't have anybody like that to slot in as a backup. So there's really no questions regarding that. Just a lot of stuff is the expectation. A lot of stuff is... You know, Anthony Richardson coming back. And this is going to be, and I'm not going to get into it now because it's still in the season. They're five and five. And this is going to be a topic in the offseason that will never, ever go away. It's going to be here daily. But it is going to be Anthony Richardson being able to sustain playing under center in the form and the fashion in which he is used. Not too much into that, but certainly what they got in a small sample size from their rookie quarterback this year. Uh, And again, that was Chris Ballard, the Colts general manager at Colts.com with Lara Overton 
end with uh, J.J. Stankovitz, uh, Colts.com stuff, from yesterday, late yesterday in the show. Meantime, I mentioned a little bit earlier, IU in action tonight. IU and their matchup down in Bloomington with Wright State. The leading scorer for Wright State is going to miss tonight with a shoulder injury. A lot of people are still on the fence regarding the whole IU offense and the maturation of this team. A lot of new faces and things haven't looked well so far whatsoever, especially on Sunday against Army. IU gets Wright State coming up later on tonight down in Bloomington. And I'm sure we'll have a lot of conversation with the voice of the Hoosiers, Don Fisher, who's going to join us coming up on the show tomorrow. Uh, meantime, I mentioned too, our Larcity Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots is uh, live here in Ingalls, Indiana, Taylor's Bar and Table for this Colts bye week, but the week 11 selection. So Brent, I'm on my way up here uh, and I miss a call from my mom. I miss a call from Sherry, you want to hear this. So I miss a call from my mom and I go, all right. So I play back and I would love to I would love to play back uh, the message she left me, but there are too many F-bombs um, in it to play back. <laughs> Evidently, the uh, property in the woods around where I grew up and my mom lives is on fire right now. Oh, wow. So my mom calls up and leaves a message with just a ton of F-bombs. <laughs> you know, you know, F-bomb, 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 the woods are on fire, bye, is what it was. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> F-bomb, 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 the woods are on fire. And it's funny, with the way technology is, a friend of mine that's a fireman down there had sent me a tweet a little bit earlier and said, hey, I'm currently on your property right now putting out fires. And I went, that is great. So I'm kind of standing by. I'll just tell you, uh, if something were to happen to where things would get worse and I would have to bail, then you never know here. You never know. So it's twice in my lifetime. This is the second time this has happened. It happened back in... I want to say 1985, maybe 1984, and it was it's pretty major. As the story goes, there was somebody in a cabin back not on our property. We have 40 acres, but on somebody else's acreage back there who was uh, enjoying his time alone with a little sticky icky and um, passed out at the campfire, and the campfire spread everywhere. It's like this time of year, too. And like it is outside, really dry right now. Um, and the guy perished in the fire, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but we had to go back and fight it because Crane's naval base, their property butts right up against mine. And we had to go. They put, we were 15 years old and they were putting these like 80 pound water packs on our back, like super soakers. And we were going around fighting fires. But from what I had been told, there were nine or ten fire trucks back there fighting a brush fire behind my mom's house. So I, I, I don't know what that's going to mean for me. Um, it may mean I have to bail at some point. But uh, wow, right well, now it seems to be okay. But I wish I could play. I wish I could play the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could play the voicemail. I cannot because she was cussing everybody. Absolutely. Everybody so is up. it is it is it crazy? Is it I mean, is it just widespread? Uh, right now? I, I mean, nine fire trucks. If, if you go outside today, it's, it's incredibly dry. It dry has and windy. Been, right? yeah. It's dry and windy. And there's nothing but leaves and falling leaves and timber where I am. Like I have 40 acres and basically all but a half acre is wooded. 
right? I wow. mean, we would have a you know, yard and stuff, but everything's trees and leaves and woods. So is this in so, the heart of the woods then? Is this close to uh, the it house? Is up, is it? it is up. A, we have, we, it's on a ridge. We have a hill and a ridge, and I think it's up between our two properties and Crane on this ridge. And the, the Crane people, the fire department from Crane, I think they're the ones that are out there. Fighting it. Somebody else out there hitting the uh, sticky. <laughs> I don't know and, about uh, that. Yeah, I don't know hill? what. I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, that um, that was a new one for me. Wow. I've, I've had a lot of calls leading up to a show before, but never one quite like that. Sure. Well, it sounds never like well, we'll quite like that. Let's hope that all gets yeah, uh, yeah. taken care of out so, there. So yeah, I may if freak you, out just you, a little bit. So. If you need to get out, get out. We got you, man. But uh, hopefully, will, all is well there. I will keep everybody updated right there. Please do so, for sure. And I got uh, I got my guy Jeremy Goat, who's actually down there i think up in the woods right now sending me sending me messages and sending me tweets or x's about it right now wow. but it's a little bit wild well let's hope that it all gets put to uh, put out quickly i love the song from the 70s wildfire just not in this fashion yeah, definitely not in this well. fashion so brent holverson he rejoins coming up on the other side we're at taylor's bar and table state road 13 we're in ingles indiana and my friend robert here the president of win schulers will join us coming up at the top of the hour as well because win schulers in the house the great food is here and the spreadability that you guys have absolutely embraced and loved the sought after original sharp cheddar bacon and cheddar and everybody's favorite pepper jack on display with Robert and Wynn Schuler's brand here today. I mean, you can't beat it, right? I mean, you that's can't. some really good cheese. And this is exciting. Spreadability is in the house. Spreadability. And like I say, we're going to talk some good football yes, with Robert, too, will. right? So uh, we'll, we'll have to enjoy some of uh, that uh, Wynn Schuler's cheese, too. Brent rejoins on the other side. I'll keep you updated on the wildfire. I'm going to tell you what, James. If you bring back the song Wildfire from the 1970s on the other side, I don't know whether to pat you on the back or be mad. Either way, <laughs> I think it may be cool. Quick break, and we shall return on a Larceny Bourbon Locks Luna Azul Tequila Shots Week 11 in Ingalls, Indiana at Taylor's Bar and Table. Man, we would love to see you out here on this Thursday. What a great day it is outside, except for where I grew up. 93.5 and 107.5 <laughs> The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. Why not, Mr. Venkman? Because you did not use the magic word. What is the magic word, Mr. Venkman? Please. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. All right. Oh, there you go, James. Thank you very much. From Yellow Mountains. (laughs) You remember the song, Brent? I'm trying to pick it up, John. I was going to try to think of some lyrics I could put in for Green County right here. Wildfire. Uh, This just in, by the way, too. Jim Harbaugh accepts three-game suspension ending litigation against the Big Ten over discipline. So that's just an exception. By the way, the reason why wildfire is being played is uh, the property where I grew up and my mom still lives down there evidently is on fire right now. So obviously... 
If you can't be down there and help, you joke about it. So that's what we're doing here on the radio right now is joking about it. Baylor or Taylor's uh, table and bar, bar and table. Bar and table, yep. So yeah. It's always the B before the T, the bar and table here. State Road 113. State Road 13 here in Ingalls, Indiana. Brent Halverson is our betting analyst. We're going to do week 11 coming up in a minute. But you guys have helped really solidify, embrace the spreadability here in central Indiana. Of course, I'm talking about Win Schuler's spreadability and the variety of cheeses. And joining us is uh, Robert Nunez. Bob from Win Schuler's, the president is with us. Thank you for bringing it. If you're watching via YouTube Live right now, inside the Winshuler's Spreadability Lounge, you can see <laughs> the spread that has been brought to us. Bob, thank you very much for being here. Thanks for bringing the product. It's great being here. Hopefully uh, you get a chance to enjoy it. No, we're going to. We're going to dig into it right. in just a little bit. So uh, for those that are curious, how long has Winshuler's been around? Winshuler's has been around since the mid-50s. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Family owned it for a number of years, sold it to Campbell's Soup in 82, and then we bought it from Campbell's Soup in 1993, and we've been running it ever since. I don't know. Think about how long that is, because that's a long time, and right. I ain't getting any younger. Well, no, no. It's all good, <laughs> but it, it, it is all good. How, um, how does it do nationwide? Well, it's, it's a uh, Midwest Midwestern brand, brand yeah, it's, only? Uh, it's a Great Lakes, basically the Great okay. Lakes states, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan. How, how does uh, it do statewide then, regionally speaking? It does terrific, terrific through, through this area. Uh, it's very popular through this area, and, uh, and most of the time people love it with crackers and with pretzels yes. and pretzel bread, et cetera. We brought you some uh, sandwiches because we've, we've found from, from our, our consumers that they love to put it on sandwiches yes. as well and, and, and burgers. Couldn't do burgers here. Didn't want to burn the place down. <laughs> but uh, we've got some sandwiches here for you with... Uh, Thank you. Original with uh, roast beef, lettuce and tomato, and we've got a classic ham and cheddar, and then fajita chicken with pepper jack, avocado, lettuce, and tomato. What do you Look think that, about that, Brent? outstanding. I was telling Bob during break, John, that, uh, you know, my daughter Sage, Sage is a big cheese mm -hmm. person like myself, right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, she's like, Dad, I need, we need some more cheese, right? And so I said, well, hey, I went out and got some Winshulers and brought it home. Well, she ate half of it right away. And I'm like, ah, come on now. That's my cheese, oh, you know? Oh, I'm telling you. But uh, he was just telling me, great option, too. Kick it up. And she's a big mac and cheese girl. Yes. Add a little of this to some mac and cheese, right? You said yep. put it on a burger, put it on... Uh, I mean, it's just the, the spreadability factor, right? You can put it on anything. Um, but we're big pretzel and cheese people, so... That's right there. I mean, that's yeah. a good trifecta right there. Looks good. Well, we got a basket of uh, waffle pretzels here. You can uh, dig right in. You can use a knife or you can just sweep it. No, oh, yeah. so we, we yeah. Is, well, There's not a lot of double dipping going on. We'll single dip it. Single yeah, we, we've seen the Seinfeld episode about the double dipping. No, I don't want to do that. We, we will single dip it for sure. Uh, Bob Nunez is here, the president of Wen Schuler's, and you guys for the past month have so embraced the spreadability here in central Indiana uh, that uh, Bob decided to come down here and join us for a show. He's going to do some of our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Will Tequila Shots coming up here at 4 o'clock. What is the most popular flavor? Original. Is it really? Which has a little bit of kick to it with uh, with horseradish. Not too much, but uh, that's uh, most people just find that to be zesty, and, yeah. and they really like that. But for those who didn't, we introduced uh, Sharp Cheddar. Right, um, which is a traditional cheddar, and then we have bacon. And our most recent 
add is pepper jack. That's what everybody's loving. Which is, yeah, uh, yeah there aren't many pepper jack, very few pepper jack spreads out there uh, that at all. And this pepper jack just delivers a great, a great balanced flavor of a little bit of heat and, and yeah. just that great Monterey Jack flavor. They're where, awesome. When Schuler started, like, where did it first have its start and how did it get started? The name, I guess. Winshuler, it was a restaurant in Marshall, Michigan, mm. which, uh, ironically, at the back in the fifties, um, was uh, you know there was no Interstate ninety four going from sure. Detroit to Chicago, yeah. so US twelve was the road, and Marshall was about halfway. And back in those days, you needed a break halfway because <laughs> yeah. you weren't traveling all yeah. that fast. And uh, so it was a white tablecloth restaurant in in Marshall. It became very popular, and. Uh, interestingly, a lot of the Big Ten teams traveling by bus in those days, crisscrossing through Michigan, down yeah. to Ohio, and down to Indiana, et cetera, oftentimes would stop in Marshall for the team for the team lunch or team team break, and they, they'd eat there and they move on. Legend has it that uh, the restaurant was so popular that long lines, and when Schuler himself was very the consummate restaurant tour, he wanted his patrons to be happy. So while they were waiting in line. Legend has it that one night uh, he and uh, a guy named Duffy Doherty, who was the yeah. head coach for many years yep. at uh, at Michigan State, yep. concocted this cheese spread, and so he started ha- passing it out gratis to his uh, patrons who were waiting in line, and that evolved into getting it at the at the table for free, and then it became very popular. They encouraged nice. him to take it out into the grocery stores and. As they say, the rest is the rest is history. Are you, are you a Michigan or a Michigan State? Guy? I'm a Michigan fan. Michigan guy. So I just yeah. hit that Harbaugh news, yeah, which you seem very unshaken about. You just kind of accepted the fact that he. I mean, he'll end up being back here after the Ohio State game, but yeah, you, it's you've interesting. probably already accepted that, I guess. It's interesting how you how you punish a coach, and in the in the declaration, you say that he was not linked to the activity that you're punishing him for. Uh, I'm not sure how that how that. They've been trying out. to they've been trying to get him for a while, um, <laughs> and, and, he, and he, he certainly got got. But it, here's the thing: they're still going to win out, I think, and he's going to be back, and that's going to be that. Yeah. It's going yeah. to go over that quick, but we'll see. I mean, Ohio, Maryland's Maryland can be tough and uh, will be tough, and Ohio State obviously yep. is always, always tough. So, yeah, I was, I, I still have the ticket stuff from 1969 when I was a youngin, and uh, Ohio State came in with uh, all those Hall of Famers, Tatum and yeah. Otis and. Um, and they were ranked number one defending champions, and that was Schembechler's first year, and they beat them 24 to You're a big Schembechler uh, guy? I was then. a big, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. He was a, Lions, he was a, too, because the Lions are having a good season right now. My goodness. I was, uh, I was telling you, I was two years old the last time the Lions won an NFL championship, much less. And they, and they haven't won, they've won one playoff game <laughs> yeah. since then. One, one since, yes. And I'm... I don't want to tell you how old I am. So uh, it's been a it's been a long drought, um, and yeah, the the town is just upside down excited about uh, about that. Kind of like here in Indy when uh, when Peyton was having that run. And, yeah, and uh, we we just, missed that greatly crazy. around here too because sure it's been do. few and far between yeah. since. Yeah, it's funny because you've been a part of this too. Um, when you get a team that gets in a rut of consistently losing 
you kind of lose sight about what it means and how it feels to win. It's really weird. I'm assuming you guys are going through that with the Lions right now. It's probably, you know, this thing you haven't felt in such a long time. It's a new and fresh feeling that uh, once you get into that rut, it's hard to get out of, of yeah. losing. Talk about stages of grief. Yeah. Now, now we're talking about stages of excitement. You exactly. Know, you, get, yeah. you get all excited. And then you start getting paranoid. <laughs> then you get excited again. And you start getting paranoid. Is this I really going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Is it really going to happen? And, uh, and you know, hey, if, 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 they are, if they can get to the playoffs and, and, and win a game, that would be uh, progress. And I think right now it, we're looking for progress. It's huge for the city and the, and the state of Michigan, too, right? I mean, I, I apologize. I'm on the other side. I'm a big Packer fan. So, you know, I've enjoyed the last, I don't know, 40 years or so uh, playing the Lions, but uh, scared to death now. You know, like, yeah, exactly. they got a t- they, they're, 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 the entire program is yeah. is different, and you got that feel. You just see it. You know, when you watch these games, um, so it is pretty exciting to see. It's and, interesting, and the players are seem to be good eggs, and, and they yeah. they yeah. Uh, they uh, they seem to like each other. They seem to like playing for each other. They obviously love their coach. Well, Dan, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell's going to run it. He's he's a combination of of new and old school, yep. which you rarely get. Yep. So he's definitely and a guy that has played through it. And when he talks that talk, his players know that he's walked that walk. And that's just a different thing. I think that's a different vibe. All and together. he was quoted this week as you know, watch our, you know watch the games. You got to wear your diapers because. Fourth down is just another play as far as he's yeah. concerned. And, yeah. Uh, whew, it's crazy. It's, just, yeah, uh, just go in, yo. Yeah. I mean, you're in fourth down territory anywhere on the field, it exactly. feels like here. Exactly. So that's, that's uh, again, something that's new, but a great new original feeling for you. It makes it, it makes it, uh, it makes it interesting for the NFL. I mean, it's a, it's a different, yeah. every time there's a different approach. I remember I was in San Francisco when Bill Walsh started up with the West Coast offense and. It just makes it interesting for all of the NFL as, as new things come into play and new approaches are used. You know, how do you defeat it? How do you, you know, how do you deal with the tush push? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how do you, yeah. how do you defend that? Because uh, yeah. Philadelphia's playing right now. It's, it's first down and nine, first down and eight. You have to wait until the offseason, the competitions committee get to it, and then they outlaw yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, or and they penalize for it. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's what you wait on, too. Uh, Bob Nunez is the president of Win Schulers. You're going to join us at the top of the hour, too, and do picks? That'd be great. You good to go? That'd be great. We got a sheet for him? We got a sheet for him. We got a sheet for You fill those picks out. We'll do a segment, come back with you. Bobby Marks of ESPN. He is the NBA general manager for ESPN. We're going to talk about the Pacers and the rest of the NBA with Bobby coming up at the bottom of the 4 o'clock hour. Mike chapel in the five o'clock hour as well and brent taylor's bar and table state road 13 madison county ingles indiana got it all for you it does and a great great again location spot everything about this place exit 214 right off i-69 it's about a half mile down uh, east right when you get off if uh, you should get off the exit there um, awesome place. Look at all the uh, wonderful Heaven Hill products we got back there, John. So some sampling coming on. Yes. And uh, we got some windshielders in front of us, too. So There's a lovely a Lisa day. in the house right that? here. Lovely that. Lisa's here. All right. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll do our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna's Old Tequila Shots. Week 11, top of the hour. The Smiley Bros are in here. I saw SPT in the house. Ha- Where's everybody else? Smiley coming up in here, too? 
Oh, come on, man. He's probably in bed. The bro- <laughs> No, he's taking a picture of himself eating is what he's doing because that's all he ever does with his mouth open. Yeah, that's all he ever does. All right, quick break. We'll come back with you again inside the Windschuler's Spreadable Cheeses Lounge via YouTube Live and live at the Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. It's a Thursday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. Two more minutes. They could be miles, of course. That's impossible. They're on instruments. This is going to be a real sweat. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Thank you so much. Taylor's Bar and Table, State Road 13, everybody. Ingalls, Indiana. Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots, Week 11. Betting analyst Brent Holverson, JMV. Bob Nunez is the president of Win Schuler's. We're all going to be a part of our picks coming up here at the top of the hour. Bobby Marks of ESPN, NBA general manager, joins us at 4.30. Mike Chappell talks Colts and bye week and stuff like that coming up here in the 5 o'clock hour. Meantime, 239-1070 is the number. Mark is up first today. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hello, Mark. Are you there? Mark, you don't sound like you're there. Hey, James, put him on hold and then uh, tell Mark that he's coming back on here. And we'll get Mark back on. Let me know in my ear that Mark is good to go. Yeah, we were talking about week 11-2 and talking about everything game-wise. It starts out finally on a Thursday night, Brent, tonight with a bang, which we haven't seen in a while. It really does. matchup. Cincinnati at Baltimore and, and both coming off of losses last week. And we talked earlier – Kind of a, a, a big, big game for Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. if Cincinnati doesn't win this game, they're going to have a hard time uh, get, making it to that playoff. That's why it's a must-win situation. It's a must-win situation. I'm going to give them the Colts must-win. JMV must-win guarantee. The, the stamp yes. guarantee, yep. I absolutely agree. And, and But, again, they're going against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is 7-1 yes. in his career against the Bengals. So they've uh, had, kind of had their number. It's going to be a tough one for them. So Mark's at 239-1070. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking me. Um, you got it, Mark. Go long, ahead. A long story, short. Um, okay. Way back, way back when, I was very young, and we live in northwestern Indiana, and we would travel up there, and we were drugged along by the parents, and that was an actual huge event. And we would go to Marshall, and we would have Winchulers and a huge party. And we can't find the Crocs anymore. Now they're the plastic things. And also, our Kroger in Monticello, Indiana, is not restocking. So, uh oh. Awesome. Well, awesome. It's, it's lucky. Mark, hold on. Don't leave. The president okay. of Win Schuler's is with us right now and with you. It's Bob okay. Nunez with us. So the Crocs okay. in Monticello's apparently out of Win Schuler's, Bob, right now. Well, I've made I've made note of Monticello. We'll we'll follow up with that with the sales team. Uh, the Crocs uh, just too tough. Uh, yeah. 
uh, over those, those have been gone for a long time. Uh, the, the weight to ship it, the weight to deal with it in the stores, the breakage in stores just makes it um, un, untenable to, to deal yeah. with the, the Crocs in, in stores. Nope. So, gotcha. In fact, very, very early on, they moved from the Crocs to a actually a, a, a paper wax board cup, and now we're in plastic. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I, I have five or six of them, the originals. So really appreciate it. We appreciate you and keeping tradition alive. Well, we, we appreciate you having us. And, and rest assured that uh, original recipe has never changed and never will. All right. Monticello, Indiana. We got to get you some up there. All right. Bring it on. All right. Mark, I appreciate that. <laughs> I love it, Bob. That's just the way that it goes. Sometimes we get spirited people about, obviously, sports, their favorite teams, and the spreadability. It's the way that it happens. It's great to have. Yes, it is. All right, you guys want to do some picks? Week 11? All right, I got some stuff in mind. Now, who else is going to join us here? We're going to have Matt. The GM's going to be joining us here, which we'll uh, be making these picks at uh, 4 o'clock. So, a few minutes. I see Kyle walking in there, too. I saw him over there as well. We might have some additional guests, John. Oh, we we better plug in. We've got a fun day. Yes. If you're anywhere near the area, exit 214, right off 69. Come in and let's get some uh, Heaven Hill samples and some of this awesome, awesome food that they have here and the Winchuler spreadability that's uh, right in front of us as well. Taylor's Bar and Table. We're in Ingalls, Indiana. State Road 13. Would love to see you here. Great crowd already. It's our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots Thursday Week 11 picks and Bobby Marks of ESPN about 35 minutes away. Don't go anywhere. It's 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. Here's Jenny! David Letterman! Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Taylor's Bar Table, Ingalls, Indiana, everybody. I would love to see you here. Great crowd already. Good to see you over there, Billy. Great food and uh, Heaven Hill Distillery. The samples are a-flowing right now, too. And by the way, if you want to come over and try some of these spreadability, Winshuler's cheese spread in the house, too, and their variety of flavors, and the president, Bob Nunez, not only is here, but also is going to take part in our Week 11 Larcity Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Brent, we also have Matt, the general manager here at Taylor's Bar and Table. Matt, good to see you. Good seeing you guys. Thank you for having How me. How are things going up here? They're fantastic right now. What a great spot you got it here. It really is. They did a great job with the whole decoration of everything. It's just beautiful, and it's been a wonderful time here. Now, how long have we been here? How many months? A year and two months now. Oh, yeah. A year and two months. Wow. 14-month place going on. It's just growing and growing, is it? Keeps growing. Love it. Uh, any other thoughts before we dive into our picks here, Brent? Well, I tell you, we've got uh, we've got a couple hours left. Come on up. Let's uh, do some Heaven yes. Hill drink sampling. They've got a lot of great products back there. Uh, they've got a wonderful staff. Like you mentioned, I mean, the, the decor, the, the layout here is awesome. Uh, what Clinton and Kyle have put together here, I mean, it's outstanding. So 
Come up and join us. Uh, I'd like to buy you all a sample. How about oh, that? Oh, uh, I love the, the purchase sample seat. Bob, plus, hey, Bob got a big kick out of that right well, there. Sure. Yes, well, sure. Yes. Plus, he's yeah. here, right? I know. So this is even yes. more special. We have the spreadability. Yes. The windshield is right in front of us, too. Yes. You get us a little sample of that. Come on like, up if you've never had windshields, especially, evidently, if you're in Monticello. And it's not on the shelves right now. We're going to fix that for you, Monticello. But come in and uh, get some samples of it as well right here. Right, Bob? It's always good rocking the free. <laughs> the free is the free me, is me. and it right. always has been right there you guys good to go let's do it matt you oh, good i'm ready all right cue the band back at the studio james it's week 11 Larry city bourbon locks luna azul tequila shots and the Colts bye week we start later off tonight one of the more entertaining matchups at least on paper on a thursday night we have seen in the season of 2023 the Bengals and the ravens both losers. However, the Bengals have been more frequently the losing team than the Ravens this season. This is a must-win situation on the road for Cincinnati and Baltimore tonight. Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites. Lay the three-and-a-half. Give me Lamar Jackson and the Ravens at home to basically put away a division rival before Thanksgiving. Brent. You know, when, we, when we've said it, that's exactly what's going to happen, right? I think because you've got Cincinnati, they're sitting at 5-4. and four. If they don't win this game, they're really looking on the outside even making the playoffs. Baltimore Ravens also coming off a loss, 7-3. and three. Lamar is 7-1 and one against the Bengals in his lifetime. I think they get it done here tonight. Uh, I'll take the Ravens, lay the 3.5, as always, by that hook, take Bob, a minus 3. Bob Nunez, the president of Winshulers, what do you got? Both teams need this. Um, the Ravens can't hold a lead in the fourth quarter. I think uh, they win, but they don't cover. There's I take a the lot Bengals. about that right there. There's a lot about that issue with the Ravens defense this year. Matt, what do you got? I got the Ravens. They need this win, and I think it's going to be a statement game for them. They just kind of need to project themselves to that next level of being an elite team in the NFL. All right, guys, Cowboys and Panthers also on the schedule. So last week it was like a 16-and-a-half-point favorite to Cowboys over the Giants. That played out exceptionally well. Ten-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against Carolina. Frank Reich is taking back the reins as the offensive coordinator. He is going to call the plays after a three-week offensive coordinator hiatus. He gets it back. That's not going to help. Lay the ten-and-a-half. Give me the Cowboys on the road, Brent. Hey, here's an interesting stat for you, John. Double-digit home dogs are 29-1, and covering that spread in the last 30 games. In the last 11 games... The, the uh, home dogs are 10-1 and one against that spread. I think that happens here. I think you know, Dallas is going to win the game, but you've got a backdoor cover scenario looking here. I think uh, Cowboys win 26-17, but that means Carolina covers. Give me Carolina plus 10.5. What do you got, Bob? Prescott is not good on the road. So I think uh, Dallas wins, but Carolina, Carolina makes it uh, close, and uh, they don't, Dallas does not cover. I'm so with I'll you on that. Carolina. Oh, that is a big number if somebody's struggling on the road right there. Matt, what say you? Ten and a half's a lot to cover, but I think the Cowboys come away with it, and I think that passing game is just going to really be on point today or this weekend, and it's just Prescott's be, looked amazing. I mean, over the last really three good. weeks, he's, he's putting just, up 400 yards, four touchdowns a game. He's putting up MVP numbers, and I think he's going to continue to do that. Yeah, now everybody's moved over to criticize Josh Allen and away from Dak Prescott, at least for the past couple of weeks. Larson, Bourbon Locks, Luna Zool, Tequila Shots, week number 11. Within the AFC North, the Steelers and the Browns in Cleveland. Deshaun Watson done for the season, <laughs> or season I should say, in Cleveland. They right now, one-point favorites... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take that point. I'm going to take the Steelers on the road in Cleveland this weekend. Brent. 
Yeah, I think with Deshaun being out, I mean, he, he has looked good last couple of weeks, but he's just had he's been injury-laden all year, right? And he's got $90 million to play, what, six games? So yeah. he's done. He's guaranteed. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it here. I actually like Pittsburgh on the road as well. I think this is going to be one of those low-scoring games. It's going to be a, decided by a field goal. I'll take Pittsburgh winning the game 16-13. to 13. Bob, you know, Belichick's a coach that you don't want to see looking at a young quarterback, particularly a first-timer. Tomlin's another one of those coaches. It's Pittsburgh yeah. all the way in this one. That's uh, Bob right there. Win Schuler, spreadability. Matt, what do you got? I got the Steelers as well. Tomlin's never had a losing season, and I think he's just going to pull out the win here. All right, guys. Bears and Lions. We were talking about Detroit a little bit earlier, considering the type of season they're having. Install the seven and a half point favorites at home at Ford Field against the Bears. Justin Fields is returning this week. Um, that would give me just a slight bit of pause because of the seven and a half point favoritism that the Lions are getting. But I'm going to lay that seven and a half, take the Lions at Ford Field this weekend. Brett? You know, we've been we've been taking uh, Bob's Lions here for the last couple we of have. years, and they've been a covering they machine. Have. They're seven, seven and two against the spread. They have the best against the spread record in the NFL. You're right. you got Justin Fields coming back. Uh, you know, we're going to see how that thumb is, right? It, it's hard to tell. He might have to knock some rust off. I still think the uh, Detroit Lions, I don't like this hook. That seven and a half, that, that half point always kind of scares you a little bit. But as always, I'd buy that, which I'm going to do. I'll take the Lions, lay the seven and a half Detroit covers. Bob, this one started double digits. It's been bet down to seven and a half. But Fort Field's a tough place to play, and the Lions are on a roll taking Detroit. Do you have season tickets? No. Wow. No. Do you want season tickets? <laughs> I got a couch. I got a couch and a screen. It, it works. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Matt? I'm taking the Lions. I've been all in on Dan Campbell since he said he was going to bite the kneecaps off of other teams. That's been all in on that guy. So, Lions. <laughs> Week 11, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Zool, Tequila Shots. Three-point favorites, the Chargers on the road in Green Bay. Man, this is dangerous for me because you have an oftentimes disappointing team against a disappointing team this season in general. I'm going to lay the three. Chargers on the road at Lambeau. What take them, Brent? You know, this is a tough one here. Those Chargers, they're, they're hard to put a finger on. They, and, and the, the they should Packers, be so much better. They should be so much better. They They've got yeah. some weapons, but they're kind of they got that one receiver, Keenan Allen, right? And that's barely all they have. I tell you, this is a tough spot. I mean, uh, I've been on the right side the last couple of weeks picking the Packers and against the Packers. I think this game right here, I think the Chargers could pull this out, but I think it's going to be a one-point slow game right here. So I think it's going to be Chargers 24-23. I'm going to take the Packers plus three at home. We got, Bob. Uh, weather's going to be nice up in Green Bay on Sunday, and I think that Charger defensive line is going to be a little angry after the Lions shut them down last week. I'm taking the Chargers. Matt. Taking the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert a lot, and with the weather being a little bit nicer, I just taking them. All right. I think that we're like a week or two away from a C.J. Stroud, not just being mentioned as Rookie of the Year slam dunk, but in the MVP race right now at quarterback. That's the type of season, numbers-wise, he's putting up. And then you couple that with the effectiveness all of a sudden of the Houston Texans. Texans five-point favorites at home against Arizona. Kyler Murray was back last week. 
lay the five, take the Texans, and next week at this time, we're going to be talking about C.J. Stroud in the MVP conversation as a rookie. Brent? I think you're absolutely right. I mean, he what he's come out and done as a rookie, John, is just impressive. And we talked earlier, he's making big names out of Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Noah Brown. He's got these guys, Kincaid down. All these guys in the squad that are uh, really putting together for him. He looks great. Uh, I, I love him this week. I think, you know, like you mentioned, uh, with uh, – Murray's back. You got uh, Connor back for the Cardinals. I just don't think their defense is going to be able to uh, hang with Houston here. Not only am I going to take Houston lay the five, John, that's the larceny bourbon lock of the week is the Houston Texans. Bob Nunez is the president of Win Shulers. Bob. We'll take Houston, although CJ is going to hit a wall eventually, but maybe not. I don't think this week. So Houston. What do you got, Matt? Houston as well. Right. CJ Stroud's just putting up too much, too many good numbers. Man, the Jaguars got the absolute crap beat off them last week by the 49ers. Um, And that was at home, too. Jaguars, seven-point favorites against the Titans. And we have seen, certainly, Will Levis kind of come back down to earth a little bit. You know, he came out of the gate big time. Um, I like his future in Nashville, there's no doubt. But if there's ever going to be a bounce back... It's going to be with this Jaguars team that looked really pathetic against the Niners on both sides of the football last week. Lay the seven points. Give me the Jaguars at home over the Titans, Brent. Yeah, the Jaguars, they were rolling until they ran in that buzzsaw known as the San Francisco 49er defense. And then the, and the Niners were on a losing streak. They so were on yeah. a losing streak, too, yeah. but that, you know, they've got their defense is stacked. Yeah, I think, think it's going to be a good get-right game for Jacksonville, though. I really do. You know, you got uh, Tennessee sitting at the bottom of the division. They're 3-6. and six. Uh, You know, Levis, like I said, come back down to earth after that big uh, week one uh, came, that he came out in. And you got uh, Derrick Henry just not really doing it. He's not getting much done these days. I really like uh, Jacksonville to get right. Lay the seven. They went 24-16. What do you got, Bob? Tennessee starts looking for uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams, and so I'm taking the Jaguars. Oh, you think Tennessee and Caleb Williams? Or even, uh, what, Derek May of Carolina? Any of those quarterbacks. Maybe? A quarterback-rich draft coming up. It really is. You're not, you're not a right. Levis lover. They're, they're heading Sitting to the bottom. over there. Not uh, a I Levis don't think lover. Levis has got the deal. Oh, We shall see. Matt, what do you got? I got the Titans. I think uh, it's going to be a exploding game for the run game for the Titans with Derrick Henry. I think yeah. it's it's always late in the year. That's when Derrick Henry starts to when he shines. Derrick yeah. Henry. Let me tell you this. If there's ever been a an ample description in week 11 in this list of games for a backdoor cover, we're going to be talking about it right now. The Dolphins at home, 13-point favorites against the Raiders. Um <laughs> But I'm not going to do I'm going to lay the 13 and take the Dolphins. But mark the tape on this. I'm going to be so wrong because the Raiders are going to backdoor cover like you would not believe this weekend on the road in Miami. Brent? I think Miami comes out hot. They're going to come out hot. But you're right. This backdoor at 13 oh, is happen. wide open, right? Yes. And I think that's what you're going to see. I think you're going to see a little bit of Devontae Adams start to come up. He's had a, a really rough season. He hasn't done a whole lot. Started getting a little bit more activity last week. I think we're going to see Devontae come into play. I like the Raiders. Raiders plus 13 in this one, John. I'm going to say Miami wins 31-20. Raiders get the cover. What do you got, Bob? What's the saying in the NFL? The other side gets paid, too. They do. Uh, I think uh, Miami's uh, great at home, but the Raiders love their new new coach, and I think the Raiders, Miami wins, Raiders cover. Well, they sure as hell hated their old one. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> they would have taken anybody at that point in time. I like that pick, Bob. What do you got, Matt? I'm taking the Dolphins to cover. I think that Vegas luck's going to run out. And 
Dolphins. Thirteen's just have, a big number, man. It's Matt. a big number, it's but big they just number. have so many weapons out there. And down south, it's just a good, good team out there. Yeah, really Lars, Sydney, Bourbon, Locks, Luna, Zool, Tequila Shots, Week Eleven. Brian Dable a year ago was living the life. I mean, there was a surprise. You're number one as a coach. Everybody was in love with him in the New York area. And this year, absolutely everything has fallen apart. They have looked awful. But the Commanders, eight and a half point favorites at home against the Giants. I, the Giants just look absolutely toasted right now. I'm going to lay the eight and a half. Give me the Commanders. Brent? Yeah, this is an ugly game. Probably won't touch this at all. But uh, you're, you're right. I mean, the Giants, you got Danny DeVito, right? Danny, yeah. Danny Tommy DeVito, whoever it may be, back at quarterback. Uh, I, th- I think the Commanders, they got a decent squad. Sam Howell's looked pretty good. He's putting up yeah. some numbers. Um, that eight and a half is just a big number in this big divisional game. But again, like you said, the Giants are flat. They look horrible. Uh, I think they're going to be in that uh, hunt for that quarterback race, too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go join you there, John. I'll take the uh, Washington Commanders, lay the eight and a half. What do you got, Bob? Commanders in an unwatchable game. Yes. Yeah, very unwatchable. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Commanders all the way. Niners, we mentioned that too in our Larsley Bourbon Locks and Lunas with Tequila Shots Week 11 picks earlier. Off the snide, they were looking bad. Losing streak coming off a of bye week and then all of a sudden stepped up big on the road in Jacksonville. At home inside the Levi's at 12 and a half point favorites over the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, of course, a week later, will be the competition here in Indy against the Colts. Lay the 12 and a half. Give me the Niners at home because it looks like that they have, not just with those two ends defensively, a little rejuvenation going off of that win in Jacksonville last week. Lay the, or lay the points in this case and give me the Niners, Brent. I'm going to go against you here, John. I think San Francisco definitely wins the game, but they win by seven, ten points, something like that. You're going to give me 12 and a half. I'm going to take it against the third best team against the spread with Tampa Bay sitting at six and three, covering that number. They don't win the game, but they cover that 12 and a half Tampa Bay. Bob, this is the third double-digit spread on the sheet. I mean, that's just a lot of points in the NFL. This is not college ball. I think San Francisco wins. Tampa Bay covers. I'm going to get backdoored to death this week. (laughs) Hey, it won't be the first time, John. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Matt, what are you all laughing about? Matt, what do you got? (laughs) I like the Buccaneers. I'm I'm from Tampa, so I'm a homebody with that. But also Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield, it's a good duo, and I just – think if Baker wakes up feeling dangerous, I mean, that's a new, that's a special Baker. Rashad White has been running wild, Rashad too. White he's really looked good this year. Well, yep. But Mike Evans is questionable, so if he's playing, Bucks. If he's not playing, 49ers. Hey, guys, Jetson Bills, Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, uh, fired in the Bills right now. Not anything like people thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. Far from contending from anything, they are seven-point favorites, and this really concerns me. However, I think you fire the OC, and it's not like everything was his fault, but I think you're going to get a significant bounce back from the Bills, at least for this one game. Bury the seven. Give me the Bills at home with a new OC and at least a little bit of enthusiasm in one game in one weekend. Brent. Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, the, the, the Bills, right? They came out just flat against Denver last week. Then they came in the second half a little bit. Then they get 12 men on the yeah. field after a missed field goal. They're making, stuff, they're making mistakes you do in preseason. They are making yeah. mistakes, but I think you're right. I think they get back. They get right here. They're playing the Jets, and I still just can't do the Jets with what their current layout is. I don't think the Jets have to do. I, I'm going to lay the seven here with you, John. Bills win 24-15. What do you got, Bob? 
Well, the Bills put 12 men on the field and they fire the OC. I'm not yeah. sure how that correlates. <laughs> but Maybe um, it should have been the special teams coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> but they're playing Iowa. Um, the Jets, all defense, no offense. I think they can uh, more than cover Good the seven. Good Big Ten reference right there, Bob. So uh, I'm taking the Bills. What do you got, man? I like the Bills. I think the Jets' defense is very good, but this is kind of a make or break for the Bills this week. Yep. It's you win or you lose, and you're probably not going to make the playoffs. Going to end up being too much offense, I think, in SoFi with the Seahawks and the Rams. Seattle, a one-point road favorite. Um, I'll bury that one. Give me the Seahawks on the road against the Rams at SoFi, Brent, this weekend. Yeah, you know, Seattle sitting at 6-3. and three. The Rams are kind of struggling. They're 3-6. and six. They're on the opposite <laughs> side. You got Stafford coming back. You got a, you got a thumb injury to worry about. To what's going to happen there? But they're at home again. That doesn't mean a whole lot when you're out in Los Angeles. I'm going to take the Rams here for the win, though. Give me the Rams to uh, plus uh, plus one. Rams Bob. plus one. This is going to be all about what happens early in the game. If the Seahawks get get up, I think the uh, the Rams fold. Um, but uh, so I'm going to take the Seahawks. Matt, what you got? Taking the Seahawks. I like Pete Carroll. Man, some of the inspiration with the Vikings so far this season has has been fun, given their quarterback situation. And the Broncos coming off that win, as you mentioned, Ben, over Buffalo last week. Broncos at mile high, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to go ahead and take that two-and-a-half and give me the Vikings on the road, Brent Halverson. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. I mean, Josh Dobbs has just stepped right in and taken over this team, and he's put up some points. If you look at his last three weeks at quarterback, what he's doing with his legs through the air, he's just jumped right in. He didn't even know the guy's names two weeks ago, and he hopped in and got the W. Got out last week as well. Denver, though, Denver quietly, three wins in a row that they've yeah. strung together. Tough place to go out in Denver, uh, especially we got that sticky icky out there, right? Yes, so you maybe do. Minnesota, they Did get they there a little that early. Minnesota? Uh, I think everywhere has it, but I think yeah, I think we're the only ones that don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, Denver Broncos though. I think they cover this number. I think it's gonna be a three point four point game. Denver wins twenty four twenty over the Vikings. Bob Nunez is the president of Win Schuler's Cheese Spread with us. Bob, what do you got? This is a Dobbs speed bump, and so I'm taking Denver. I think this is when Dobbs finally uh, comes comes down to earth a little bit. Matt, the general manager here at Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls. What do you got here? I got the Vikings. I like Dobbs a lot. He's been playing at an elite level the whole year. So we're going to continue that. Uh, we have saved the best for last right here. We got the Eagles and the Chiefs to end the week. Chiefs are three-point favorites in what could be the game of the year. There's no doubt about that. Um, here's what I'm going to do. Not only am I going to lay the three and take the Chiefs at Crummy Arrowhead, but I'm going to go ahead and lock that up with my Larcity Bourbon Lock of the Week right there. So lock up the Chiefs at home, lay the three against the Eagles to round out week number 11. Brent? I'm going to unlock that lock, John. I'm, I'm going with Philly here. I think Philly is is the Kansas City, they, they you know, they, they win games. They got Patrick Mahomes. They're always in it. They got Kelsey. Taylor Swift's not even in the state, so I don't. she's not going to be there for that factor. I think Philly goes in there and gets the W. Uh, give me the Eagles. I think 26-24, they get the win. What do you got, Bob? Well, we got the brotherly shoves against the Swifties. I love um, it. I think, uh, I think the Chiefs are going to start to find their way uh, as they move toward the playoffs. And I think they're going to take the Eagles Monday night. What do you got, Matt? I got the Chiefs. I like Andy Reid. I think he's definitely not going to try to lose to his team, his <clears throat> old former team, and the Chiefs are just going to keep building away from this and probably go Man, back to the Super Bowl. I like Nick Sirianni, too, especially in situations like this where there's going to be a 
big revenge factor. I, mean, I think he's good at just with his personality motivating with that in mind. I just think the Chiefs this time of year, as Bob was talking about, start to hit that stride a little bit. I think Absolutely. you're going to see that. The end of the week and what could be the game of could, the year right Again, now. what a bookend, right? We start yeah. with a great game tonight. You come up here and Taylor's watching. Look at all these yes. TVs out here. You can watch all the games up here exactly. throughout the week. And then we finish it with the uh, Eagles and Chiefs. So looking forward to that. Hey, we didn't do our, uh, our Lunasul Tequila shot of the week, though, for what fantasy. Do you, what do you got there? You know what? I've got to throw out. We just talked about him. Uh, he's out there. He's available in most of the leagues. Josh Dobbs. I mean, again, he's yeah. putting up some points. If he's out there, get him. He's going to well, get you Josh 20, Dobbs 20, is not playing points. this week, remember. Yeah, he is. Oh, Josh, yeah, he is. oh I'm Vikings. sorry. Josh Downs. I was thinking of Josh Downs. Yeah, Josh sorry, Dobbs, I'm quarterback crazy. for the Vikings. I'm thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about my mom's property burning down, man. What do you think? <laughs> Josh, I was thinking of Josh Downs. He is definitely not playing because they're on a bye. He's not playing. Yes, yeah, that is correct. Josh, so Josh Dobbs as to why. Josh Dobbs, yeah. yep. I mean, he's available. Like I say, he's, you know, if he is still available, go out there and get him. He's yeah. going to, he looks pretty good out there, uh, you know, coming down the tail end of the, the year here. So who you got? Who's your Luna's little shot of the week? You got one? Um, I don't have one this week. Don't have one this week. No, I no, I, I mean, I don't know. Cam's mad. He just slammed his phone down. You didn't have a pick. He was waiting on your pick, John. Did, did you have one here? No, I don't. No, I, there's nothing that really stood out to me. Like, Dobbs doesn't even It's getting tough, to me right? I mean, that fantasy in the world is kind of, you know, there's all kinds of guys well, that have been picked through. It's going to come down to, uh, you know, again, you're going to have to find one of these guys on the wire to uh, go into playoffs. Yeah, and I, like I've utilized the waiver wire so much with my team that is so bad so far this year. And it seems like nothing really ever works right now. <laughs> I've tried and tried and tried again, and nothing really is working. You know what you need to do, John? Go home. Get yes. yourself a, a larceny and ginger ale, There's right? No Bring about six of them. No question. Get on that waiver wire and go wild. Let's see what happens. So Brent Holverson, <laughs> our betting analyst, and from Wynn Shuler's, the president, is uh, Bob Nunez with us. Hey, thanks for being a part of this, too, and bringing the great Wynn Shuler's here, along with sandwiches and pretzels and everything. You going to hang out for a while with us, though? Thanks for having me around. Uh, yeah, I, I've got to head up north. So You're going uh, right I'm back. Gonna... Now, where do you live outside of Detroit in Michigan? Uh, Orchard Lake. So I'm Is that near Lake. Lake Belleville? Anywhere near that? No. No, it's uh, north of Belleville. Oh, okay. North so you're Belleville. north of that. Yeah. So. Now, how long of a drive will you have? Uh, about four hours. Wow. So. All right. Well, hey, thanks for everything here that you brought to us. Happy to bring it on. And uh, I'm gonna tell you, this has hit big. Uh, you could be a Mark's call from Monticello and everything sure. else. This has hit big around here. So we love having you being a part of this show, whether you're here in person or just with Wynn Schulers every single day. Well, thank you for all your support and thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Bob right there. Bob Nunez, the president of Wynn Schulers, and Matt's the general manager of Taylor's Bar and Table. What else you got working tonight? Food-wise? Uh, well, we about? just started brunch on the weekends on Saturdays and Sundays, so it's always a good time right before the game. Come well, in. It's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You could get some brunch action. So Nothing wrong with that. And your products are still doing what Their they do. products are still moving. These guys do some great things here, and there's some good Heaven Hill products behind yeah. that bar. And, uh, you know, I know uh, uh, Clinton and, and Kyle both, they're pretty big on the uh, Evan Williams 1783, which yeah. I think pound for pound, you're not going to find a better bourbon for under $20. So. And Josh Downs is not playing. Josh Dobbs is playing. <laughs> that is correct, uh, yes. The Colts sure are going to be on a bye. On the same We'll take the quarterback, not the receiver. With that. Hey, guys, thank you very much once again. I know Brent's going to hang around. You guys are welcome to hang around as well. If you're out and about, it's State Road 13, Taylor's Bar and Table on our Larcity Bourbon Locks and Luna's Old Tequila Shots. We've got your samples of Wynn Schuler's here. They have great food. And then Brent's going to take care of you with the Heaven Hill Distillery samples as well while we're here. 
Mike Chappell, CBS 4 and Fox 59. We'll talk some Colts on a bye week in the 5 o'clock hour. But the Pacers get a big win the other night in Philadelphia. They're off until Sunday against Orlando. But Bobby Marks, who's the general manager for the NBA for ESPN, is going to join us next. We're going to talk about the makeup of this team so far compared to a lot of the other teams, in particular in the Eastern Conference. Bobby Marks of ESPN on the other side. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. It's party time! P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta! 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, we're live off of State Road 13, our Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Week number 11, we just went through the president of Wynn Schuler's Cheese Spread out of the state of Michigan was here with us and a big sponsor of the show. Along with Matt, the general manager, Brent Halverson from Heaven Hill Distillery. We've got free, and when I, I talk about our bourbon samples from Elijah Craig or Larceny, I'm talking about huge samples here, all right? Not your average samples. So join us here, Taylor's Bar and Table, Ingalls, Indiana, off of I-69 up here in Madison County. We would love to see you in Ingalls. Great food here at Taylor's. Be here until 6 o'clock, and again, we'd love to see you. Mike Chappell in the 5 o'clock hour, but on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Love having him on the show as a guest, especially when things are going well for the home team, the Indiana Pacers. A little bit of time off until Sunday. The Pacers match up Sunday afternoon against the Orlando Magic. And then, you know, on the road in that in-season tournament game in Atlanta for a chance to go ahead and punch their ticket to uh, the knockout round. We'll talk about that and more with Bobby Marks from ESPN, the former executive in the NBA who's always kind enough with his time on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Bobby, welcome back to Indy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? It's uh, incredibly enjoyable to watch this Pacers team. And you've been around this game for such a long time. People ask me all the time, the expectations for Tyrese Halliburton or the ceiling, if you will, for Tyrese Halliburton. Where do you think that is in terms of the NBA hierarchy of elite players? Well, I mean, certainly, you know, coming off last year, you're, you're waiting for him to take another step and uh, he certainly has. I mean, I think you go from, you know, can you be an all-star and then you were looking at all NBA and then, Certainly the, you know, the top is, you know, can you be a candidate for MVP here? And I think, I don't know if he's that there yet, but certainly how he's played, uh, he's playing at an all NBA type level. I mean, the assist to turnover ratio is off the charts. Um, What he's been able to do with this group here. And I think, you know, I think, you know, where the record is right now, I think people forget they were, Indiana was pretty good last year before he got hurt. Um, They had a pretty good record and, you know, things went a little bit south when, um, you know, when he missed a chunk of games here. But, uh, man, he, you know, it's hard to get those 
as you know, if you're talking NFL language, you know, those franchise level quarterbacks out there and, and, and the Pacers have a franchise level, um, you know, you know, point guard here um, that's, you know, under contract for the next, you know, including this year, the next five years here. And uh, he is certainly, uh, he's a, certainly a good one. I think he's a, yeah, we'll see what happens when we get closer to, um, you know, the trade deadline and, and free agency next offseason here. But I think he's certainly a magnet for guys to go, you know, who want to play with him. That was my next question. Because um, this has always been an issue around here. Um, that, you know, it's, it's flyover. There's no ocean, no mountains, <laughs> you know, a smaller market. And that, that has been an issue now. When, when they say, hey, you win games, then sometimes that can help bring some guys in. But, I mean, can he legitimately attract guys that would not normally thinking about playing a couple of years or more here in Indiana? I think he can. You know, the hard part and what the challenge becomes is that, you know, free agency is a little bit different than it was in, in, in the past. You know, usually – you know, you you know, you and you cap space, you got signed players. Um, you know, nowadays it's more of like, you know, let me extend my contract with, you know, my current team and then maybe a year from now I'll have to be traded. And you kind of just you know, you build your roster that way here. But um, you know, there's no reason why, um, whether it be, you know, either in the, as I said, if Indiana goes out and makes a trade or, you know, goes out and gets another piece to add with him. I think, you know, there's there's certainly there's certainly an attractiveness here. And I think we're, you know, yeah, I mean, certainly L.A. and Miami and New York and some of those marquee teams. But I think we're starting to get away from that a little bit here. We're starting to get a little more parity like we see kind of in the NFL where it doesn't really matter if you're in a, a big market city. If, if, if you're able to win and you have good players and you have a good front office, a competent front office like Indiana does, and, a, and certainly a Hall of Fame coach in, in Coach Carlisle here, that, that overshadows, um, you know, a lot of things. So Bobby Marks of ESPN talking NBA with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Um, you, you saw the makeup on paper before the start of the season of this Pacer team. Um, what do you think about it now with the, a sample size of games under their belt and you know, especially most recently that road win in Philadelphia? Well, they've got an identity. I mean, I think that's the most important thing. I think when te- certain teams are still looking for it, you know, 11, 12 games in, um, they know who they are. They're going to basically going to try to run you off the court, uh, get up and down, shoot a lot of threes, get out and transition, fast break points. Uh, I think they can get stops when they when they need to here. Uh, they're deep. I mean, their benches, you know, I mean, we haven't even seen the rookie, uh, you know, Walker that much. Um, you know, you get topping in the trade here. Um, you know, Miles is still there. Buddy's here. Um, you know, you're pointing out TJ's. You know, trying to fight for minutes just because you've got so much depth at your point guard position here. Um, so they've, as I said, you know, they've, you know, the one thing is, you know, they didn't have much, you know, you get Bruce and free agency, you didn't have much turnover with this roster. And you've got an identity with this group where, you know, as, you know certain teams are trying to find it at 25, 30 games. I mentioned too when I was bringing you on, we're in the midst of the, the in season tournament. And, you can help me out with this. I, I mean, it's great that the Pacers are winning, and you know, obviously, they put themselves in a really nice situation moving into to next week with moving on to the knockout stage. I, I don't know really what to think of it until I see it in the rearview and and have a chance to go over it. And well, was that enjoyable? Whatever. What what do you think about this entire in season tournament and you know what they're doing right now and what the end result is going to be so far do you believe this to be a lasting 
type of situation for the NBA moving forward or maybe not so much considering what we've seen to this point? Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I kind of bought in from the beginning just because I thought, you know, we're going to play 82 games and these are part of the 82 games. I know if you get to the finals, that counts as game 83. Um, there's a little more incentive in mid-November than there would be in, in, in prior years. I think it will be interesting how the league does it with the groupings. Um, you know, some of the groups are a little more stacked than uh, the others based on prior record. You know, do we go back to maybe just, um, you know, your, your, your division here? Um, but I, I, I do like it. I mean, I, it, it, you know, certainly there will be some games – where you've got two zero and two teams, and you know, really, you're just using you're playing for the standings here, not for the the in season tournament here. But when we whittle this down to eight teams, and we get to a quarterfinals, and we've got you know, you know, four in the west and four in the east here, you know, there's certainly there's a monetary incentive here. I, I've said all along, and I know the league, you know, it's, you know, doesn't agree with it. Yeah, you know, maybe we add a little bit more to it, and we said, you know, hey, you know, if Indiana wins it, they're they're guaranteed a play-in spot or a playoff spot here where you incentivize it a little more from a team perspective and not just monetarily. It's a Pacer 7-4 and four. discussion. Bobby Marks of ESPN and more of the NBA. He's with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Anybody that you have seen that maybe has been most disappointing out of the gate so far in this NBA campaign? Well, I mean, I think we're still, you know, you know, Golden State got out, you know, real strong, and then we thought, you know, hey, this could be the, you know, the, the Warrior team from two years ago, and you, know, you certainly, you know, outside of Steph, um, you know, that's been a disappointment there. You know, Clay has not played well. Um, Andrew Wiggins has been awful. Um, you've got you now you got you lose Draymond for five games. Curry's out with the with the knee. Um, they've got I think Oklahoma City tonight at home. Um, I think they've been a little bit of a disappointment. I'm not ready to put. You know, Phoenix there just because they've had some injuries or even Milwaukee with, um, you know, with uh, Dame out and then Giannis out there. Um, those teams are tr- still trying to um, figure itself out. Certainly the Clips. I mean, I think we have to talk about the Clippers as far as, you know, I think they were 3-1 and one before the Harden trade. I think they've lost, what, six in a row right now. Can't win on the road. Um, you can slip away from you pretty quick, and they've certainly have gone all in with going out and getting Harden to that add to that roster here. Um, so I think we'll learn a little bit more in, um, you know, when we get to 20, um, 25 games. That kind of gives you an idea of what, um, you know, where teams are. You know, Chicago, I don't know about disappointment. I just think, you know, they're going to be at a point like they were last year where you've got to figure out what you want to do with Levine and DeMar DeRozan, some of those players. And I, and I said it on a podcast earlier this week, I think yeah, outside of what Oklahoma City has been able to do in accumulating all those draft picks, if you want to not tear it down, and I hate when people say blow it up, you know, you got to blow up the roster here. If you don't want to tear it down and you want to retool, stay competitive, maybe take, you take a step back in a year. I think what Indiana did, you know, a few years ago when you swap out the bonus for Halbert and Heald, and then, you know, you, you, you know, you accumulate some draft picks here, you've got flexibility, um, and you still have good players around. Um, you know, you just don't have Halbert on an island by himself. I think that's kind of the way to do it. It's challenging and it's hard. It's like threading a needle. But I think that's that's probably the if you're Chicago, that's that's probably what you want to do. Where does the Levine end up in your mind? Well, in this day and age, he's got you know four years and 170 million dollar plus. It it becomes a challenge because he's not a number one. Um, he's two. He's a number two or a three on a good team. And with the CBA. 
you know, if you're making $40 million, you better be a number one or, or, or solid number two here. And, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, do you want to just go out and get players? Do you want to get picks? I don't see teams going out and surrendering multiple first-round picks. You know, it's, it's harder to make trades with this collective bargaining agreement, especially if your team's like, um, you know, the Lakers. It'd be interesting for me if, like, does a team like Orlando maybe dip their toe in? Does a team like Detroit, who's kind of trying to figure out who they are? Um, you know, they're two and ten and been building through the draft. Um, you know, teams. Um, you know, teams like that. I don't see New York. I don't see Philadelphia. I just don't see him fitting in there. Um, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he's on the roster past the trade deadline. I think the Rosen will be interesting just because he has a year left on his contract. Bobby Marks of ESPN's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. So even with losing two consecutive, how addition by subtraction was it for Philly to unload Harden to the Clippers in the fashion in which they did? And again, they've lost two straight. We have seen that to the Pacers and the Celtics. But still, it you know Harden goes out to L.A. They're in a losing skid right now. It just seems like that that was certainly an addition by subtraction. Yeah, I mean, it just it removes the distraction. It removes the, the issue or the problem. Is James Harden going to play? Is James Harden at practice? How does he fit in with Tyrese Maxey? Um, you kind of have a blank um, you know, blank slate. You bring in the you know, four players that you acquired in the trade. You've got, you, get, you recoup a ton of draft picks, a ton of flexibility moving forward, and, and they've showed that you know, maybe not at Boston's level, but they'll be one of the top teams, you know, two or three in the in the Eastern Conference here and probably one player away to go out and, um, you know, maybe make a trade at the deadline here. But And you you do it early enough in the season. I mean, we did it, they did it in late October here where you don't have to worry about it when you come to the trade deadline. Hey, could we see the Grizzlies be buried by the time Joss ready to get back? I think we could be. Yeah, I think you know. Besides the Morant suspension, and you've had, I mean, you've had some. I mean, you look at their injury reports, like seven or eight guys every night. Um, you know, two two wins here in the Western Con- Western Conference to bear. I mean, it really, especially if you get, you know, you got Minnesota playing well. That was a playing team last year. You've got Houston playing well. That was a lottery team. And what happens is. You know, Dallas is certainly playing well. That was a lottery team. When you have those lottery teams playing well and have solidified themselves, it starts pushing teams, you know, to the back of the pack. You know, Memphis, um, you know, what happens with uh, New Orleans is another team. You know, Utah has struggled here. And, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, Jock comes back, you know, after 25 games, you know, are they 5-20? and 20? Are they, you know, are they 10? Even, I mean, 10 and 15 would be a good, uh, a good mark. And I don't even, I don't think that's possible. You surprised with the Rockets at six and three out west at this point? A little bit, you know. I mean, Ime is a, a really good coach. You've got some, um, you know, adults in the room. Um, you know, with Van Vliet and Jeff Green, and you know, say what you want with yeah. you know, about Dylan Brooks here. You know, coming off you know with Team Canada and, and, and playing in Memphis in some playoff, you know, um, you know, tough bat- playoff battles. Um, you know, those are good influences as far as around your young players and they're defending. I mean, that's the big thing. If you can defend in this league, get stops, um, you've got a chance in every game. So Bobby Marks with us. Before I let you go, I wanted to ask you your impression so far. Again, very early sample size of Victor Wembayama with the Spurs. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit uneven because I think they're trying to figure out how he fits. If this is kind of almost like a trial and error year. As far as, you know, they've, they've, they've tried, you know, Jeremy Sohan at the point, um, Trey Jones, who's your point guard. Um, 
you know, is he, you know, playing the four next to Zach Collins? I mean, the first, listen, the first four games were electrifying. I mean, the game in Phoenix where he went for 38 was off the charts. And now he's, you know, kind of struggled a little bit here. Um, you know, I think you got to play him a little bit closer to the, to the basket. Um, you know, don't let him float on the perimeter here. But, yeah, he's he's going to be special. I mean, I think rookie of the year is up for grabs. I mean, I think when you look at what Chet Holmgren has done in Oklahoma City, Asar Thompson in, in Detroit's been really good. I mean, really good. Um, I don't think it's a lock that Victor's going to win this thing. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think what we've seen so far, it's going to be a work in progress. But from, from a lot of the good things are going to carry over to, to next year. Hey, I said 45 wins for the Pacers this year. That's up 10 from 35 a year ago, up 20 from 25 two years ago. From what you've seen so far, and again, sidestepping those potential landmines of injuries and such, is that doable? Definitely. You just can't go into, and you've seen this a long time, you can't go in one of those prolonged losing streaks where you're losing four out of five. If you can, if you can hang around, you know, you know, six and you know, every ten games, six and four, seven and three, it, eventually it starts to stack up, and all of a sudden you're looking at the standings. You're like, man, we're forty-two and twenty-five. <laughs> you know, like how do we get right. here? I think that's, you know, if you stay healthy, as I said, you've got the depth to withstand. You know, maybe not Tyrese, but an, an injury here. You've got a roster spot. You've got. Um, I think about $10 million in cap space to, you know, maybe go out and do something here. And, um, you know, it, it, you, yeah, I think it is doable as far as where that win total is. You mentioned your podcast from earlier in the week. What else are you doing with the ESPN as far as the NBA is concerned? Yeah, we've got a rookie article out, uh, Kevin Pelton and I, today that we kind of look at. You know, it's something we'll do each month, but it's a um, prelude to the top ten list here, and we kind of examine Victor and Chet and certainly Asar. It's a really good, you know, it's a defensive-minded rookie class when you look at, you know, with Asar Thompson, Kaysen Wallace, Derek Lively, Jaime Jacques in Miami has been really good. Um, yeah. So we've got that, and then you know we'll start working on some trade pieces because come you know December fifteenth, most you know most players who signed as free agents can are eligible to be moved. Yeah, that when you know obviously we're watching. I I don't know what's going to end up happening with Buddy Heald here, but I, I would rather see him. I'd rather see him stay. I just think I think that they have in support of their starting lineup a lot of the necessary pieces that you'll see the necessity of those on given nights. And when, when Daniel Tice, for example, in closing here, Bobby, when, when he was bought out, that's a bit concerning for me because I know that they don't now have, have four bigs and maybe you don't need them, but we've seen the Pacers need four bigs twice already this year. So that was a minor concern of mine. Yeah, you never – yeah, exactly. It's like almost having, yeah. um, you know, extra relief yeah. pitching, right? Like you exactly. gotta, eventually yeah. you need a guy to yeah. gobble up innings in the middle here. Yeah, and we've seen it twice already in this short season. Hey, Bobby, I appreciate you as always. We shall do it again later on in the season. Enjoy the podcast and the work on ESPN. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. So Bobby Marks of ESPN on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Back with Brent Halverson at Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls, Larceny Bourbon Locks. Luna Azul Tequila Shots on this Thursday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 
So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls, everybody. State Road 13, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Aluna Azul Tequila Shots. Brent Halverson rejoins in a second. I did want to show you, uh, if you're watching via YouTube Live right now, if you're watching on Facebook, on X, whatever the case, uh, you can see that right there in front of you. Listener Steve, friend of the show Steve, brought a bottle of Doty Honey. That's D-O-T-Y, honey. Doty honey, pure honey, manufactured in Fortville, Indiana. I was going to ask Steve, and I don't know this for sure. Does that mean you have to have a bee? You have to uh, be, have a beehive to do that with the honey to manufacture. I, I, I would know. think you'd need a beehive as opposed to an anthill, right? So I, I think would there's imagine. some beehives yeah, involved I, 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 to make some honey. I don't know how. Yes. I don't know how that works. It's a pretty interesting. I mean, I don't either, but yeah. uh, I, I'm always fascinated by how people do that. You know, you see them out there with all the yeah. gear on and keeping them together, and I'm running away from them. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be around those things. What's but, the uh, What's the best song of all time with honey in it? Not literally, but the word honey. Ooh, uh, Do we know anything come to mind? Anything, honey? See, I got one in my mind, but I, can't, I don't. I don't think you're allowed to play it anymore because it's like R. Kelly. <laughs> so, like, "Honey Love" was like R. Kelly in public announcement. I don't think it's allowed to be played anymore. I'm gonna have think to get honey, back to you. I think Mariah Carey has a song, or maybe it was the film "Honey," something like that. Huh? Uh, what about "Honey"? Was there a '70s song called the "Honeycomb"? I believe that's out there too. I got three for you right there. Honey, but Doty, Honey, Fortville, Indiana. Thank you, Steve, for bringing that over here and coming out. By the way, Brent, great crowd here yes, at Taylor's awesome Bar place, and Table. In a great, great place. crowd. Great place, great staff, great food, great drinks. Uh, and again, the, the aesthetics of what they've done, what they've brought up here to Lapel, the Lapel yeah. exit here in Ingalls, uh, just off I-69, uh, exit 214. Again, just five miles south of Mystic Waters Family Campground. So you can kind of get it you all. You guys are wide open right now still, aren't you? Absolutely. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Got the heaters open. going in there? We got some heaters out there for uh, those that want to stay in some cabins still. We got, yeah. uh, there's about 30 RVs still out there right now. And uh, open up throughout the uh, throughout the season, John. All right. So we got Brent coming back to uh, Mike Chappell on the other side as well. A bye week for the Colts. We'll get into some of that bye week discussion. What Chris Ballard had to say on Colts.com to Lara and JJ as well coming up. It's Mike Chappell on the other side. I'm going to go with Tupelo Honey. All right. How Tupelo, about that? Tupelo, Tupelo Honey. honey? It's a great yeah. song. Van Morrison. Tupelo right Honey. That's going to be my honey selection, John. I love it. <laughs> Quick break. We'll come back. Five o'clock hour again. Taylor's Barn Table. Larceny Bourbon Locks. Luna's with Tequila Shots. 93.5107. Five the fan. The Ride with JMV. Are you kidding? You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? But this whole place sucks. <laughs> That's right. It sucks. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome back. We're at Taylor's Bar and Table. Brent Holverson rejoins us coming up in a minute. Thank you for joining us. Week 11, Larceny Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. And if he's still listening right now, a shout-out to Bob Nunez. Bob is the president of Win Schuler's, and he brought the spreadability that is sweeping central Indiana to us today and a variety of food sandwiches. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love 
hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. With it. And we want to thank him, too. Also participated in our Week 11 Larcity Bourbon Locks and Luna Azul Tequila Shots. We would love to see you here because, Brent, this is a fantastic place. First time here. Uh, only been open for 14 months, but it already is a staple in this area around Ingalls. It really is. And, again, it's a huge addition here, yes. right? I mean, everything's starting to come out this way, and these guys got here in front of it. And, and again, you look around and see what they've brought here and how the, 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 the staff is, is amazing, the food, the product everything they're doing here just a huge addition up here uh off uh, right right off exit 214 john so uh, also what's going on right now um somebody had just sent me a tweet or an x as it is now uh, asking about my mom's property uh last check it is on fire (laughs) and they are putting it out right now so uh, my mom were and I own it, too, where I grew up, 40 acres down outside of Owensburg, Indiana, uh, right next to Crane. We have property that gets right up next to the Crane base down there. Uh, evidently, somebody had started a fire, and a brush fire was happening on our 40 acres, I guess, in the back. And my mom was losing her mind a little bit right there about it. Well, she should <laughs> so, be. And yes. So do we have an update? I mean, you see they're, they're are getting controlled. I mean, everybody's um, good. She called and left a message I haven't heard, which is much different than the original one where she was dropping <laughs> F-bombs everywhere. <laughs> but I don't think nobody else has called me. Like I had somebody out there. One of the firefighters working on it, it's a friend of mine, and he was out there. He hadn't called. So I'm assuming that they have it under control. But, How about next yeah. break? Why don't you make a call? Let's make sure everything's I, good. I probably, probably, ought, probably ought to do that. But I, need to send I, the I, think, I think some people got it at least handled it under control out there. Let's but hope so. It has been a very odd, very awkward Thursday with that in mind right there. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's that's the second time it's happened since 1985. So. Well, and you got to yep. be smart out there. Burning brush fires when it's this dry out, oh. when it's this windy out. I mean, it's just there's a better yeah. time to do that. Yeah, no doubt about that. Brent's going to rejoin us in a second. Mark Hale, a shout out to Mark Hale, who once upon a time was a coach down at Shoals. And he had asked me if I was a senior when he was a JV coach coach at Shoals, that would have been, I was a senior when we played Shoals 87-88, and we played them in November of 87, and if you remember, that is when the first year of the three-point shot was 87-88, and there was a point in time, it was like the first week of games, and a point in time, I think I had the most threes in Indiana, because I hit five against Shoals, and then, and I always followed this dude, and you guys could could remind me who it is. The high school is Churubusco. Uh, Churubusco, I think, is somewhere up to the northeast. And the guy's name was Jeff Perlich, maybe even Perlich, P-E-R-L-I-C-H. I think he went on and played at East Carolina collegially. But I was always watch, and once he got going, that dude, like, drained seven or eight every single night. I mean, just an incredible three-point shooting season when the three-pointer was first offered in the state of Indiana, 87-88. But I had one night, I think, I had it with five, and then after that, 
Forget about that's it. impressive. The the opening Five. opening year of the three point line. Oh, I can tell you how it happened threes, too. Huh? Right now, I've got the recollection ready to rock. But Mark, it was good to to see Mark here from Shoals, Indiana, the home of the Jug Rocks. Meantime, Andy Moore, Automotive Group Hotline. It's a bye week for the Colts, and to talk about that and more, the words of Chris Ballard that we heard from yesterday with the Colts general manager Mike Chapel joins us. You were covering the Colts then, right? I mean, you only covered high school basketball in Anderson when it was still the two-point shot, right, Mike? Right. Yes. No dunks. I'd, yeah. I'd love to have seen a season with Ray Talbert dunking the ball, but you couldn't do that. So, yeah, it was, it was a different time. Well, you covered some of the best, most glorious high school basketball in Anderson at that time that we have seen, really all time. I would love to have seen Mark Barnheiser drained in threes. Who would have been? <laughs> well, I've seen that plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, it, it would have been epic because the uh, the standout from LaPel back then. By the way, you can watch his son Brooks play. Brooks is going to be one of the major contributors for Chris Collins in Northwestern as a junior coming up this year. But um, he, it, it, um, it always. It, it always ages me when I when we're talking about guys, and I covered yeah. their dads. So you know, it, it just. I, but but it, it's still pretty cool. I I don't know if you're going to find a better shooter, really, in this area in the state of Indiana than what Mark was. And obviously, I didn't see it because he's older than me. But I got to play against it a lot, and it didn't matter what age it was. I mean, he's probably as good a shooter now as he was, you know, really back then. It was an amazing thing to watch. Well, again, people think I'm I'm exaggerating, but my 10 years at Anderson from 74 to 84, I'm telling you, the, the Madison County All-Stars would have given the Indiana All-Stars a run for their money with the Troy Lewis's and, and yeah. Barnheiser and the Garys and Anderson. They're at Highland and Rick Lance and... Andre Morgan and all the guys that Norm Held had, it was truly amazing. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's you say it's things that things that stick with you, and you know, nine thousand people to wigwam every night. It was really great to watch, and I knew it was special then. But I didn't know quite how special it was. So Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 with us. Uh, we'll get into the Colts and the bye week in a second. I'm curious, did you listen to the Q&A at Colts.com with Chris Ballard that popped I, yesterday? I didn't. I did not need to tune it up and see what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, normally this time of year, and I thought he normally did it on Colts Roundtable with Matt Taylor, but he did it on Colts.com at a podcast with Larry Overton and J.J. Stankovitz. And, you know, it was just kind of – there wasn't anything earth – earth shattering um obviously nothing regarding Shaquille Leonard that's where I want to start with you because I don't know if we got to this last week maybe we did a little bit D do you believe we're watching the final days after the bye week of Shaquille Leonard being in a Colts uniform I sure to do uh and I thought it was reinforced by this past game where I just I just he looked he looked a half a step slow getting and you know and there was a, the, the big miss on Ezekiel Elliott on, on the screen pass and it's probably unfair to pick out a play here or there with a player like Shaq but that's where we are with his with his return and and he he's been he's been questioning his role He's been asking for more time, and I thought this last game was was a better example of why 
he's not getting more time because more Shaq means less of EJ speed a lot of times. And that right now is not a good thing. So, yeah, I, I just, we have talked in the past about this, about where this is going. And there, with his level of play now, it's, it just doesn't, you can't justify the expense next year. You just can't, you can't do it. Whether he, can, whether he will be asked to take a pay cut or whether they'll just move on. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just it's it's just so sad to see how this injury has robbed him to this point of being the player he was. Now, one thing I always hang on to about this is sometimes it's that next year back. It's not this year. Forget last year. Last year's three games was just nothing. So, will he be all the way back next year? That's such a roll of dice on on the by the team. When when they've got other other significant financial issues to deal with, including extending in my mind uh, Zaire Franklin, that guy that guy needs a new a new contract. He just does. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's difficult to see where this has gone to, but I don't know how they can roll the dice and say you know with another full year he'll be that much better. I'm not sure how they take that leap of faith. Have the games this season, they're 5-5 five and five by week right now, and I'm not going to get into you know a lot of this dialogue we're certainly going to have for a long period of time this offseason, but has your thought changed on what is the first necessary approach this offseason to, to solidify, positionally speaking here? Um, I, I don't, has it changed at all? Is it no. you know, an edge rusher? Is it still wide receiver as we commonly talk about? Is it still there? Those two, wide receiver, which, which, which means re-signing Michael Pittman probably or at least franchising him and, and, then, still, and then still getting another one. Uh, and I would prefer a, 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 a veteran guy at the right price, which is always difficult to do. I I don't know that investing another second or third round pick is going to do what you need. You know, we again, we've I'm not giving up on Alec Pierce at all, but he's not been the impact that you really had hoped for. Uh, maybe he's a three or a four, not a two. He's not a two. He's not been a two so far. But yeah, they, they they need that, and then and then left tackle they need to. Well, they can't. They can't. They they won't redo Bernard. Ryman yet, but then an edge pass rusher. I mean, I think it's really encouraging to see Dio come out the way he has. But you've got, it seems like you've got a bunch of really nice complimentary pass rushers with Quiddy and Samson Ebukam has sort of tapered off a little bit. But I, I would love to see a, a bona fide one. And that normally with where they are probably is going to take free agency. I, I, I don't know that they're going to be in position to, to get a guy and say, well, in a year or two. So maybe they're at the point that with that pass rusher, they're going to find the Justin Houston type of guy and reload every couple of years, which is frustrating, but maybe that's the way they do it. But no, it's, it's wide receiver and, and pass rush, you know, again, which we talk about almost every year. So Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline has the suspension of Grover Stewart has it uh, declined a, a value a price tag for him 
coming up, or has it raised the bar on that? Without his presence and with you know, the relative ease in which we've seen teams be able to run. That's a good point. I mean, it's it it, it the, the, the teams have rushed for like 154 yards with, without him in there. It's 113 with him. We knew that. I mean, everyone knew his importance. Uh, but again, it, it's I, I, I think there, with a lot of guys, this may be this is what we will pay you to come back to stay here, whether it's with Grover, whether it's with Kenny Moore. Michael Pittman's different. He's just different because of his position. But, yeah, I, I, you could certainly make a case that, that Grover Stewart, his value to the team has been reinforced by not being here. So, but, but they're not they're not going to pay, you know, over the top to keep him. I don't. I just don't think they would do that. But maybe, you know, does he think he can get more on the open market after after having a suspension? That suspension is going to be there. That's going to be part of the baggage that another team gets. I'd love to see him resign him. I'd love to see him resign Kenny Moore. I think Kenny Moore probably has more value to the Colts than he has on the open market. I just do. Uh, what do you do with Zach Moss? You know, I, I, I would bring him back, but but it's not going to be, a, you know, a, a, a sizable contract. So that, that, that's why I say with Shaq that they've got some issues that are significant, and this is the time that you that you fill holes in, in maybe free agency when you've got that quarterback on – his rookie deal. This is what this is when you do that, because you know, in four years or so, he's not going to be cheap. So, but but it's the same areas that they need help at corner. They just do these. You know, if Juju Brent, this has almost been a lost season for him because of injuries. Uh, they need help on the offensive line. It's it's the same laundry list. Uh, I was listening to someone about has their has the teams objective changed from evaluating the roster to now really making a push for the playoffs. And I don't know that it changes because that, that there's nothing you can do dramatically to say, well, we're going to change our approach because we got a chance for the playoffs. You're still going to play the same guys. You know, it's not like you can all of a sudden go to more experienced guys at cornerback. It's your same people. So I, I don't think that changes. It's just kind of interesting that all of a sudden they're they're right there on the cusp of the playoffs. And again, look at if you look at the schedule, they've got one of the easier schedules of all these contending teams. Buffalo's is really tough. Cincinnati's is really tough. But the Colts still have to take care of their own business to make it a reality. To Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I had the feeling that there's nobody in the NFL that has needed a bye week more, individually speaking, than Gardner Menchu this week for the Colts. you think that's true? Yeah. I, but, yes, but I, I just don't know what's going to change. It, it's, it's just this is sort of who he is. I think he's a little better than what he's played the last two weeks. But you can't sustain winning with – 200 yards passing, less than 200 yards passing. It was 127 in one game. You can't do that. He, he, he's looked he's looked skittish in the pocket, although the, it was a pretty good pass protection uh, against the Patriots. I and mean, he just sort of bailed seeing ghosts, I guess. But if he, if he plays at a decent level, 
they've got a chance to do something over these last seven games. But we just simply can't expect this defense to get two pick sixes from Kenny Moore, to get three sacks from Dio and five in the first half. The offense has got to get out of this funk because, you know, they're just not good enough everywhere else. They can't be dependent on Matt Gay getting 55-yard field goals every other day, or every other week, although that's what he's been doing. The offense has got to get things going. And until he gets going, it's going to be so hard to establish that run game with Taylor and Moss because people are just they're daring, they're daring Minshew to beat him. And he, to this point, he's not really done it as a starter. All right. I may have been a little bit unfair earlier this week because somebody had brought up Alec Pierce and said, hey, where he is right now, how much more did you expect? Is he a bust? And, and I did kind of play both ends of it because I don't know how else to do it. Did I expect more? Yes. But I also consider what he has had to work with, and especially with, with Gardner Minshew. It, it just seems like the only only guy that the Gardner Minshew has you know th- this real confidence in is Michael Pittman Jr. So how much of those lackluster numbers – maybe even all those lackluster numbers you put on the shoulders of the quarterback situation regarding Alec Pierce? I, I think some. We, we've talked about how this changing of quarterbacks has really impaired or limited Michael Pittman's development as far in, in the deep passing game. But you can say the same thing about Pierce, because that, that's really what he's been. They've been doing a better job of getting some underneath stuff and some crossing patterns. But he, he his, his forte is getting deep. And you know, winning those contested passes, and he's just not getting a lot of shots. Uh, you, you talk about Michael Pittman. Josh Downs has sort of stepped up too to be like the number two guy uh, in, in the progression. And you need to get the the, the tight ends more involved. But it's really been limited opportunities for Pierce. I don't think he's a bust. I just think he's in a difficult position to where they can really use him the way they would like to. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's a bust. I think he's got a chance with with Richardson next year of really emerging. But I, I was I'm, I've been a little disappointed just in the overall productivity until you step back and see how this offense is not working in a lot of instances. Because you're right, it's, it's really been uh, Pittman and Downs. Although you know the injury has kind of slowed Downs a little bit. But to me, he's a, he's their number two option in the pass game, and right after that is almost Jonathan Taylor. So it, it's it's just not been favorable to Alec Pierce, but he still has to do more than he has. The sad part is he's going to have to do more with certainly fewer opportunities than the other guys get. Um, yeah, oftentimes, you know me, I'll be very critical of the decision-making and, and the decision-making of Chris Ballard. Um, I think fairly being critical. And on the other hand, we'll also prop up when he deserves to be propped up. And are we propping up now with 100% belief that he got that right at left tackle with Bernard Ryman? I think so. And again, and you know, and, and maybe what we're going to see from Bernard Ryman is he is Anthony Costanzo good. You know, not not top ten left tackle, but Anthony Costanzo. Yeah. AC was pretty good. I mean, let, let's 
he was pretty good. It was kind of a shame that he never got a Pro Bowl in his career, but he was pretty good. If you if that is your floor for Ryman, then you're in a good spot. I think we've seen enough, and which is which is huge. We talk about coming out of this year, knowing where you are at certain positions to have a left tackle. It is we, we we've seen how how not having a guy paralyzes you, just paralyzes the offense. And I, I think it's it's not a leap at all to say he's your long-term answer, a left tackle. Now, you're, you're going to have to pay him like that, you know, after next year. You're going to have to say, okay, he's our left tackle. And then what are they, you know, that's yeah. another that's another cost. But I, I think we've seen more than enough from him to say he's the guy. I really do. Are you skeptical about uh, maybe Ryan Kelly and certainly Braden Smith? And their futures, you think, moving forward here after this not, year, is there not, any not, reason not to Braden, believe? Not Braden Smith. Uh, Ryan Kelly only because of his age. And I think he's got, a, he's got another year or two in his contract, probably another year. And uh, how uh, are you going to pay him, you know, starters money at whatever age he'll be? That'll be a tough call. I think he's, I think he's playing really, really at a high level now, really playing well after last year where it wasn't so much with all those guys didn't play well. So, uh, but I tell you, offensive linemen, centers, they can play for a long time. And if he's still playing at a high level next year, and again, I think I think Braden Smith is, is pretty solid. You're not going to mess with him. And if, if you believe Kelly's got another three or four years, then, then you do a contract that, that you know, shows that. And then the offensive line's in pretty good shape. Quentin's relatively young, you know, as, as linemen go. And you got Ryman, and, you know, I think Will Fries has played pretty well at right guard. So all of a sudden, your, your starting group is in pretty good shape. You still need depth. I think I think Friedland's played pretty well, considering you kind of threw him out there and said, you know, go play when these guys have been hurt with Ryman and, and Braden Smith. So the, the only short-term my concern with Ryan Kelly is the concussion. It's his second one this year. I think he missed two games this year with a concussion. I remember he missed five games three or four years ago. So, you know, with each additional concussion, you're concerned. But as far as his performance, I think he's playing top five at the position. And as much as we've always talked, as much as people say, well, you can replace with who? It, it, it's, you, you just can't fill all these holes on the run so if you believe Kelly's got some more play in him and I think he does that's when you'd like to wrap up again if the contract fits at the right time Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59 with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline what in the wide wide world of sports is going on with Jelani Woods uh, it, it was certainly a uh, if he didn't tear his hamstring it was a near tear. I don't know. I mean, it's every time that, that, that Shane Steichen's asked, is well, he's progressing, and when he's ready, he'll be out there. Well, we're, we're you know, 10 games yeah. into the season. So if not now, then why would you expect something any anytime sooner? Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, we, you know, it, we don't get much updates from Shane Steichen. That's just the way he is, and I've come to accept it, which is fine. Coaches don't like to give you any information because of competitive advantage and all that, which, which is fine. But we still have to ask. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of like with uh, they didn't put Juju Brents on the uh, 
IR, which you thought maybe they would. You thought maybe they yeah. should have, in, in hindsight, put Braden Smith on IR because he missed four games. But they thought Braden Smith would be back quicker. Yeah, the Jelani Woods thing, it's just – I'm not saying they downplayed it because they didn't, because they really didn't give us any information. It's not like, well, you guys said. No, they didn't. They didn't say anything. But it's just persisted. It's obviously been a more a more serious hamstring injury than what I guess we thought it was. Although again, what we thought is strange because we didn't we weren't really working with much, much information. And uh, but yeah, it's, if not in the next week or two, why would you expect him back anytime anytime in December? Hey, for a young building team, we do view a lot of lost seasons here. No question. Don't we? That's significant positions from, from quarterback to corner to everybody thought was going to be, you know, a, a big playmaking tight end. These are all lost seasons. Well, Ian, I would say, yeah, with, with Richardson is, is number one without question. I think Juju Brins is number two. He, he's been hurt. You know, he came, out, he came off the wrist surgery and he's had a hamstring and I think maybe a shoulder. But And that's a position that you just need to play. And we've seen some things from him, but when you're not in there and not practicing, it's just tough. And But, yeah, Jelani Woods is another one that has just missed significant time, obviously. And and he, you, you, you think you know what you've got, but when you can't get on the field or stay on the field, it's just tough to project. But he, he's part of the future. They all are. Uh, but, boy, it's just to say, you know, a lot, I, I wouldn't call Anthony Richardson a lost season because he, he got out there and showed what he can do. And I think he really, if, if there were any doubts in the building, I don't think there were. But if, if there were any, he, he alleviated those concerns that, yes, he's the guy. And it's funny, we were talking last week or the week before about Will Levis in Tennessee. You know, because remember he had the four-touchdown game in his opener? Yeah. And then he, and then he sort of came back to earth. Uh, and now he's going to be the guy. I saw today that uh, Ryan Tannehill wants out. So uh, things are not exactly going smoothly in Tennessee, which doesn't really bother me too much. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think at least the Colts, again, coming out of this year, whatever happens, they know they've got their quarterback. They know they've got their left tackle. Uh, I think they know they've got Michael Pittman. Uh, and they know they've got some building blocks elsewhere. Uh, other teams can't say that. Hey, Mike, one final quick thing, and then i got to hit a break. At 5-4, and four, maybe not the discussion right now, but are we a win or two away with Houston from discussing C.J. Stroud as an MVP? Uh, certainly a candidate, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to hear the, 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 same, the same names. The, I was going to say Joe Burrow, but, God, they're not doing much. But the Mahomes, no, he's, he's, he's not in it. Allen's not. Allen's nope. not in it. So you're talking. You're talking what? Uh, Jackson, Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess Hurts would be in it. But no I, I just, I mean, I, I, there's there's room for him right now. Certainly. I think easily. Certainly, and you know, and remember that when the Colts played him, they 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 really kind of ex- exposed his his, his yeah. inexperience. Well, right now he's he's probably. Over these last seven games, he and Joe Burrow are, are the top quarterbacks they're facing. And I tell you, uh, C.J. Stroud might be number one ahead of Joe Burrow. So yeah. no question. Now, there's there's still more time to go, but he's at the very least, I guess, offensive rookie of the year. 
and and maybe more if if tennis if the Texans show that this just isn't a mirage that they got something cooking down there, which I think they do. So Mike Chapel of CBS Four and Fox Fifty Nine. Hope you're having a great bye week as well, and uh, we'll talk at you next Thursday and a week from Sunday. See you back at Lucas Oil Stadium with this five and five team getting back underway against Tampa Bay. Mike, I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Talk to you next week. Mike Chapel of CBS Four and Fox Fifty Nine. Taylor's Barn Table and Ingles on a Larceny Bourbon Locks Luna Zul Tequila shots. Thursday, we've got our Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Brent Halverson is back with us in a minute, too. Don't go anywhere. 93.5107.5 The Fan. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ride with JMV. And the beat goes on, yeah. And the beat goes on. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Oh, a shout out. To my friends that just came here from Jasper, Indiana. They live up here now. Hello, Jimmy. How are you, buddy? But from Jasper, Indiana, you know how much I love Jasper, Indiana. This has been great up here because we have seen a lot of friends. Made new friends. Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls off of State Road 13. And Bob Nunez, the president of Winshuler's Cheese Spread, was here. And was awesome. I want to thank him. And I want to keep him coming back, too, because they have been a big part of the show for the last couple of months. You guys have absolutely embraced it and loved it. And thank you, Bob, for bringing the Winshulers here and uh, being a part of what has been a fantastic day at Taylor's Bar and Table. Again, we're in Ingalls today. Brent Halverson, our betting analyst, rejoins us right now. And we got Clinton's hanging with us a little bit, too, I guess. We got the big dog I love here, John. it. We Clinton's the in the dog. house, baby. <laughs> Clinton's in the house. Big dog is the craziest term I've ever heard. <laughs> Brett and I have been running around since we were uh, very small guys in this industry. You know, we all run around having cocktails, developing ourselves. Right. And one of the staples that's been going on as we've been doing this is listening to JMV on Sports I Talk. I love Brett, it. Are you kidding me? And put I just had two people now, right? here. That how how long have you, and I'm going to ask you, how long yeah. have you been doing this, really? This is, by myself, I started my 19th year on, this, on November 1st. It's crazy. So I'll celebrate 20 years of doing a show myself, not, not just here where I am now, but at the other station, too. On November 1 of next year, it'll be 20 well, years. Well, I, I want to say this to you and everybody. You know, this is something that gets lost in, you know, uh, how fast things move. We've been doing our thing, and I've been doing this for 23 yes. years. You've been doing it for 19 years. I mean, that is something real, right? You it, it, it is. Um, really, and, 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 and I champion you. I champion everything you are, and you uh, recognize your success. Well, and, it, 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 it's, and that's not blowing it. That's not blowing it. That's just like, you're, you're welcome. welcome. And it, it is. Well, thank you very much, and it is everybody. I mean, it is everybody. You got a team, right? You got a team. Um, it is everybody. I, I'm, it's on my team, like Brent, 
and, you know, like Cam and like Jacob and James back in the studio, but it's everybody that comes out. I just had you know, two people from Jasper, Indiana that relocated up here in Ingalls that came out there, longtime listeners of the show and know how much I love Southern Indiana and Jasper. It's just those, those meetings. It's having friends that come out, Brent, like, you know, J-Law and Jimmy and Paul over there that come out every single time we're out, wherever we are. I mean, those, those are the moments that are most special. You're in the people me. business. Yeah. You're in the people business and you're yeah. wonderful about it. Your knowledge is great. And you, uh, I mean, you guys really do a, a wonderful job. It's, I, it's really remarkable. I love it. And, and Brent and I have been together now. How many years have we been doing this every Thursday? Six years. Yeah. yeah six so years. we've been doing this for six years and, and he is just dynamite at the same thing. Yeah. I mean, at the same thing, you know, along with knowing sports and the NFL and the betting stuff, a people person he is right there. And I have so much admiration for that. Well, you know, and again, like you said, you kind of surround yourself with good people and good yeah. things happen, right? And Certainly. it's, it's kind of look, look what's sitting here. This is 20 plus years of yeah. industry of what we do and craft. And, and there's not a better, like you said, John, I mean, coming out and being able to come to a place like this yeah. and hats off to uh, you and Kyle for what you brought here. But to see the crowd that comes out. Yeah. And that's what makes it fun, right? Yeah. This is different than sitting in the studio. You it know? is. You get out, I, you get I like this a hell of a lot better. Absolutely. I love coming out. And again, I, I love I love seeing the people we see every week. Yep. But I love seeing the new faces, too. Absolutely. I mean, that just makes, yeah. I couldn't imagine so. doing what you guys do sitting in a studio, right? I mean, you're yeah. you're, you're in a bubble. And, uh, you know, you, the, the people and the energy that brings has to be some sort of fuel. And it, it's great because you have, as, as we've seen tonight, once again this is you guys are in our facility i love it taylor's barn table fantastic people are coming in because jmv is here oh, because Brett's here. this yeah. is great it's great but it's, it's great because they get to see a great place like this and oh, again he's got you know, then great... it's up to us to provide something but yep. yeah yeah it's, it's wonderful symbiotic what are we symbiotic. providing what's on the old menu right here that people love oh man i tell you what we've got a lot of things going on here we uh you know we were approached uh about 22 months ago mm -hmm. we're 14 months open uh by uh, the property owners here and said hey we got a spot out here that's in the way of development we are the uh Far East, Fisher's Overflow. Let's find a good uh, yeah. provider to, to do some things. And we were able to do that. And we... Is this called Fisher's Overflow? That, that, that's what I call it. Okay. When people well, would ask me, where are you at? Where is... Yeah. Find out where Ingalls is. You, okay. Everybody's got to Google Ingalls. Everybody knows Pendleton. But I would my description was Fisher's Overflow because it's going this way. Yep. So, you know, I got 4,000 houses of wonderful people immediately to the west. And we got cornfields to the east. So let's yeah. see how this thing goes up. And it, it, it's going to go that direction. And we, we love it. Every single person out here is hardworking, lovely. Uh, people ask me if I ever have any issues staff. This absolutely not. Every wonderful person in the area wants to come in and work with us and be a part of something we're doing. And, uh, uh, you know, I hope and, uh, that we're providing everything for both the guests as well as the team members that we're going to bring on board. It's, it's wonderful. And, you know, John, we're going to be doing our uh, Evan Williams Tavern Tour and right. our, our Larson Lock Loosel Shot Combo Show at uh, one of Clinton's other spots, and that's the Taylors and Nora, which was the original. It, it was number two. That was, that was two. number that was two. two. That was two. We yeah. have a wonderful time there with you guys uh, yes. at least once back, a year. I was back yeah. in September. Yeah, I yeah. was there. I think, great. I, I think Kyle was up here at the time. Always. So, yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. But it's always fun. But that's what's cool, though. I mean, seeing what you've done. How long How long has one and two? What, what's the years on those? 1996. 
83, or excuse me, 1995 was uh, in Greenbrier at 86 and Ditch. 1997 in uh, in Nora. So I mean, we're coming up on 30 years. Which it, one was the Larry Bird one? Was the Larry Bird one? I don't know. I think, he had a Larry I Bird. The, there I have been Larry, some Larry Bird sighting. I think, but I think, Larry, I think Larry Bird. I don't think you can uh, officially get a uh, liquor license if you haven't had a Larry Bird sighting <laughs> in the state of Indiana. I, I thought the one. I thought the one at uh, in Nora. For was anybody a Larry who knows Bird. Z's Pub back in yeah. the day, I don't know where that thing is now. But that was a, a situation. But yeah, no, yeah. great. So we, uh, yeah, we've been around a really long time, and the yeah. idea of. Doing something as you guys have, right? Of fifteen years, twenty years, twenty-five years. I mean, what are we gonna do? We're gonna yeah. we, we're gonna do fifty years of this. You <laughs> yeah, and I, gray I hair, and, uh, I'm and all. I'm trying to think about that one. Brett's for a got moment. gray hair. You <laughs> yeah. and I don't. Yeah. Brett's got gray hair. I don't look as good as you, but yeah, you're I'm still not. a handsome devil. <laughs> hey, for you, this is radio, but this is Ricardo Montavon right <laughs> yeah. over here. He's a handsome devil. He's a handsome devil. Well, hey, thanks for having us. Appreciate it, man. No, thank you guys for everything we do. It's a partnership. We we have we have a ball. Do this every single time. Yep. Support these guys. Support GMV. Support uh, you know all all, all the sponsors, and uh, we're, we're really happy to have you know Evan Williams and uh, and Heaven Hill and these guys here. It's, it's, hey. it's spectacular. Thanks, Clint. Man, Thank man. You so I appreciate much. that. December twenty eighth will be at uh, at uh, Taylor's and Nora. Nice. So December twenty eighth, the last Thursday of yep. the year. All the fruit cake you guys can eat. Oh, September. Oh, yeah. fruit cake you can eat. We're gonna get Kyle on air that night too, though. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's the deal. He's he's taking You're all on. kinds of pictures yeah. a little bit earlier. <laughs> Matt was going through the. Hey, by the way, there's another regular, Billy. Shout out to our guy Billy right there. Another regular that we love to see. Thank you, Billy, very much. No, this has been all great, right. Clinton. Thank you again for for all you have done. Thank you for bringing this up here too. And again, it's 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 wonderful, and it's great to see yep. it just uh, just flourishing too. So hats off to all you guys. Thank you so much. You couldn't couldn't have a better event. Thank you guys. Love Thanks, it. Clinton. Love Appreciate that. Thanks, Brent's going to hang around. We got the Harris Hoosier Park race of the day on the other side, and then we'll come back with the final segment. Again, we're live up here at Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls, State Road 13. It is a great place. Even if you can't make it out today, Make it out here at some point. Have the great food. Ask for Clinton here. Have a great time because it is fantastic. Quick break. We'll come back to Harris Hoosier Park Race of the Day. We'll wrap up the show. That and more. By the way, tomorrow I'm on my way after the show to Tipton. And a shout-out to Fulton, our listener and caller Fulton. I'm going to go watch him in the Elf play. He's in a play called Elf in Tipton. I'm going. Wow. He asked me to come up there. Fulton did on the show, and I'm going tomorrow after the show. You know I'm what? I'm going to Tipton. You know who else was the elf? And I miss this. Yeah. This guy right over here there was he the is. elf up in the Pendleton uh, <laughs> you know, for, for, for a festival. For, for, for all you, uh, you know, uh, husbands and wives yes. out there, my, my wife bought me a uh, an elf costume. Nice. We were a, a part of the, uh, the, the, the Pendleton uh, Christmas parade last yep. weekend. Yes. And she said, hey, I'm going to dress you up as the elf. And she wanted to embarrass me. I turned the tables, boys and girls. I turned the tables and embarrassed her. I put it on and danced my tail off. <laughs> well so done. That's a lesson to all you fathers out there and all you husbands out there. <laughs> Go ahead and turn the tables. You're the one in charge, ultimately. Have some fun with it, right? Well yeah, done. Fantastic. Well done, it. Clinton. And Fulton, I'm coming to Tipton tomorrow to watch you perform. Quick break. We'll come back. Brent Holverson rejoins coming up next. The Ride with JMV. Well, you're going to have to say that. You're going to have to speak up because I can't hear you. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan.
Hey, the Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Winner, Steve Smock. Shout out to Steve. ER Rocky, the winner, paid out $4.40 on a $2 bet. $2 exacto was $10.60. The 50-cent trifecta, $8.45. That's your Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Racing going on up at Anderson and Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino through the second week of December. So check it out today, your Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Quick shout out to the Johnson County Girls Basketball semifinals. The reason why I bring this up is because Ryan Hendricks, one of the assistant coaches, worked out uh, my eighth grade girls last night. Um, and it is Center Grove and Indian Creek. Indian Creek's got a girl that's going to IU. Um, so that's, I think, 6 o'clock down in Franklin tonight, Center Grove and Indian Creek. And I, I think... I think Franklin, Mike Armstrong's Franklin team, I want to say gets Greenwood in the other semifinal this evening. And my Eastern Thunderbirds, Eastern Green's up in here tonight. Eastern Green and Greenwood, as a part of all these teams in, in boys basketball, are having their scrimmages tonight for the most part, right? So Eastern Green is in Greenwood against the Woodman at the Woodshed tonight. So shout out to Jamie Hudson and Eastern Green and Greenwood in one of the many boys high school scrimmages throughout the state of the Indiana this evening. Uh, back at Taylor's, again, Taylor's Bar and Table with Brent Olverson rejoining us now. What a great time. What a great show. What a great crowd. What a, I mean, just good day, right? Yep. I mean, it's, it's fun to be here, fun to do a show in a new place. I mean, that's what we were just talking about the break there, traveling around and seeing some of these great spots that we're at. And, you know, we've got uh, many more to come. However, we are off next week. And then from, from, from I know from yeah. you and myself, Everybody at Heaven Hill, we wish everybody a, a very happy and, and a wonderful Thanksgiving out there. So we will not be having a show next week, John, but uh, yes. the following that Thursday. That bums me out. It does me too. Man. Yeah. But we got some good football to watch. Yeah, we so, do. And some yes. great eats. Thanksgiving is yeah. one of my favorite days. So. Uh, but uh, the, the 30th of November, we will be at the dugout. So Love the show, dugout. Shout out to week, Nick. Shout out to Nick. Two weeks, uh, two weeks from today, we'll be at the dugout in Fountain Square and talk about a great classic spot as well. It's just fun getting out. It's fun to see the crowds come out. If you haven't had a chance to come join us, please come join us. Let's get some samples for you. We got all kinds of good stuff to do. So old Nick's a Center Grove guy too. He That's right. Down, That's right. Down in Franklin yep. tonight with the uh, Johnson County semifinals, and then obviously we'll talk tomorrow uh, to Bob Lovell. We've got semi-state football action throughout the state of Indiana with some incredible matchups of teams trying to punch their ticket to the football state finals coming up next week during Thanksgiving week. Right around the corner. That's pretty wild, isn't incredible it? Incredible yeah. at this point right now. But you have, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, some incredible semi-state matchups throughout the state. So it's coming up tomorrow as well. Hey, thank you, my brother. Hey, I appreciate always a that pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Brent Halverson once again, and everybody here from Matt to Clinton to Kyle. This is definitely a place in Ingalls, Brent, we have to return. You're absolutely right, John. And, and again, if, uh, if you're ever around this area, please come check it out because it is. It is a great spot. Been here, what, what did they say, 14 months, right? So yeah. it's uh, freshly new, and look how nice it's, it is. Just, it's amazing. So, I, By the way, too, I saw some of our future tavern tour destinations. Yes, isn't that pretty exciting? There huh? are some good ones. And for those of you out there that – didn't really know what we do with a tavern tour. There are places we don't normally go on the list, and there are more than a handful of first-timers. And I mean everywhere, too. We're going south. We're going south. There, I know. I'm like, holy cow, there, I'm going to have to go down there and bunk with John. There is one there. significant place, and, and so many times people have said, you got to go here, you got to go here. We know it's down, you know, 
how should I say? Should I say where it is, or should I not? Can uh, I say? You can. You can make some uh, some good innuendos. There, it is a place along 31 in Whiteland that we will be going to visiting for the first time. Um, that everybody's excited about down in the Greenwood Whiteland area. And we're also going back to a place that the first time we did this, it was incredible. It was packed. Yeah. That first packed. time was packed. So, and, and again, that's going to be fun to get back into. And, and like we say, we look for those great um, joints, as, as yes. Randy Strand will call them. That's like, definitely a joint. joints, you know. <laughs> and, and no, it's fun. And we, we, we did have a chance to take a peek at uh, what the first six months of the third Tavern Tour already. Isn't Jim, that wild? Jim Romanak's working on that. Romy's big time all right over there, it, man. Yep. He's, he's bringing them to it. So, you know, again, anybody out there, you got a great place that's been around, it's got some history. We'd love to come see it too. So let us know. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you have any ideas, yep. I mean, I, we've came up with some ideas, but it, I mean, I know that uh, Romy went to work yep. on a couple of these already, and I saw the list. And there are some definite new ones right there. It's good stuff, man. Looking forward to it. Love Thanks it. for coming out, man. All right. Appreciate you. Shoals Jug Rock. Hey, Jake, shout out. There's Markale Shoals. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate Thank that. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, turn that music up just a little bit, James. I don't know why I don't hear it very well, other than my lack of hearing is playing a significant role right there. My bad. Cam, thank you very much, man. Sherry, thank you for bringing the spreadability out here. Wynn Schulers and Robert Nunez coming down from Detroit with the Wynn Schulers. Jacob, great job out of you. Hey, everybody yeah. at Taylor's Bar and Table, thank you so much. Oh. And our guest list today, including Bobby Marks and Mike Chappell, podcast at 1075thefan.com. In studio tomorrow, then on my way after the show to see Fulton and Elf in Tipton, Indiana. Look out Tipton tomorrow night. Have a great night. Enjoy the NFL Thursday night game. Back with you in studio tomorrow at 3. Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com.